Yes, 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 indeed. Yes, indeed. My man has made it on time because I knew he was. You know, I just knew it, man. I just I just knew it was gonna happen. Yeah, I uh I I was I was on the highway getting over here, man. I had to had to go take care of some uh some rodeo business. All right. Rodeo. They released the lineup today, by the way. Let's see, Willis is in the building. We got John. How do I say that? Is John Simic Jr.? Is that right? What's up, John? Uh, I see you. Is that BJ Blake in the building from YouTube? Oh, my goodness. BJ Blake is in the building. Number 41 who gets the job done. He just came on to see his video again. That's what it was. Man, I don't I I just just looking. I don't have the video up here no more. You don't have it? No, I mean, I have it. I have it. I'll get it. I'll get it at a break or something. That's what Right. Yeah, I enjoyed making that uh, video of you, young man. I'm I'm looking forward to you playing at Austin P. Man, I, I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you. Yeah, man. I gotta get my Austin. I gotta get my Austin P. Gear up, baby. You know what I'm saying? I gotta get my Austin P. Background in effect. You know what I mean? I still, I'm still watch Dion, but you know, hey, things change. <laughs> things change when you're. Oh, uh, look at that. Oh, I'm yep. for sure. We were just. Uh, you just said they released the lineups. I was reading them yes. off. Uh, about Check this out, ago, though. Real it. quick, though, real quick. The day that Jelly Roll plays, you guys yeah. got to go see that concert. Because see the Jelly Roll concert? Jelly after Roll. Jelly Roll plays, I thought one Jelly of Roll our, was one of our friends of the podcast is playing right after. Bubba Wesley? Yeah. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. Yeah. When you yeah. said he Jelly plays, Roll, so he's playing on. Jelly Roll was like what uh, heavy set people call their belly. I didn't know it was actually. Well, I mean, you know he's he 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 sings his ass off though I'll tell you that. All right, well shots but up. our guy our guy Bubba Wesley playing the rodeo this year. That's a big deal. That's, That's awesome. a real big deal. Yes, sir. Shots out to did my you see man. Him, uh, did, <laughs> did you see Bubba Wesley playing through Ted Nugent's rig? <clears throat> he's playing through his amp and, and I guess his pedal setup and everything for tone. But he was playing. He's just noodling, you know, going off. He's just being is real crunchy. You could hear it on his social media posts. So. Yeah, I ain't joking. Uh, at some point, Bubba, we're gonna have to, you know, remix uh, "Stranglehold." <laughs> hey, Ty, it sounds like Sarah said that you said that you were gonna take her to the rodeo this year. That's what she said. Yeah, absolutely. We're going. Yeah, I guess it'll be the Jelly Roll and Bubba, yeah. Bubba yeah. Wesley yeah. Day. There you okay. go. We'll be there. Uh, Although I want to see Hank Williams Jr. Hank Williams Jr. was the uh, first yeah. concert I ever saw way back in like 1985. Okay. Wow. wow. Were you like 12, 9, 10? I was 10. There was we go. 10. See, I was in Rupp Arena, Lexington, Kentucky. Shout out, Mr. Willis. Lexington, yeah. Kentucky, man. I got family in Lexington, Kentucky. Oh, for real? Yeah. That's my that's my place right there. I love Lexington. Been to Lexington a couple of times. My grandfather's from there. <laughs> he passed away. Um, but I still got family in Lexington. Aunt Arizona, she passed away too. She's from nice Tennessee. Yeah, we're probably related. I'm telling you, I'm related to everybody in the state of Kentucky. Well, I mean, we might be, man. I mean, the bald head, we got we kind of got similarities. Right there. <laughs> very, very handsome fellows. Yeah, you know, nice. Yeah. I think what it is. We all are if Adam and Eve are the first two people here, we're all related. We just I don't know why, what reason why we act like we're not from the same or cut from the same cloth. We all are. Look, I mean, look, man, my I am man, so glad uh, you said that. My man, uh, Justin Bowens, is asking a really good question. Look, I was on the road to hustle to get back because I had to be here. Where the hell is Albert Hero? Man, Al has no reason why he's late. Did anybody call him? 
Yeah, I texted him. And I said, he might be dying. He might be dying his beard. Oh no, you text no. him back. Let me see. Listen, <laughs> Al did not dye his beard today. Almost he home, got bro. His ass beat off them boots. Oh, that's what happened. Hey, he he bought, like super super expensive boots, huh? Yeah, Some golden tip boots or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Al reminds me of a guy that I was in the Navy with. One of my roommates, like he would drink some beer and be late at night back in the day when they put all the stuff on TV on the big super QVC deals. Boy, he'd be buying everything. And then the next day, he'd get up and walk in the room and be like, I can't find my bank card. And then he looks, and there's beer cans and his bank card. And he's like, oh, my God. We got a whole bunch of stuff he coming does. out. You know what I yeah. did there, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so Al should probably be Al should probably make halftime. I'm assuming he'll probably make halftime. He'll pull in grand appearance. As long as he, as long as he shows up with his boots, we're good. Yeah, right. yeah. I, I got to see these. Yeah, bro. These $1,000 boots. Yeah, like, did you like, say thousand dollar boots? I I know I didn't want to put him on blast. I know thirty two hundred might have been boots. more than that, man. Bro, yeah, I, I I mean let's just put him out there. Hey, Look, let me get back to something real quick, Scott. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. We'll we'll save we'll save the boot thing until he gets on because I know he's going to talk about it. All right, <laughs> but you said something earlier about uh, I can't remember what you said that peaked but my interest. Adam but, and thing, that we're all yeah yeah maybe yeah yeah, yeah. but. I have always, you know, you, you have people say, I don't see color. Yeah. Like this is kind of that etymology thing you and I were talking about. Mm-hmm. People say, oh, I don't see color. You know, I'm, I'm friends with everybody. Right. To me, that's absolutely not true. And my buddy, uh, Courtney Ruffin, we were talking about, uh, talking with last week, talking about last week. Yeah. We, we always talked about, we celebrate each other's heritage. Like mm-hmm. they celebrated, they made fun of me. I was from Kentucky. It was culture shock when I went to Jacksonville. You know, and so we celebrated each other's differences and that's why we all got along. Right. So I think, you know, I think that would be a mindset that we could have a whole conversation about is sure. no, no, uh, not don't see color. You should see yeah, what's your what's your friends from, uh, yeah. who they worship, you know, what they like, where they're from, who their people are from. And so that kind of yeah. stuff like intrigues me. That's and that's what makes me want to know people better. So anyway. well, how many times how many times have you guys done? uh just being in different places, you do like a potluck or a get together in the neighborhood. And I know we've done a couple where everybody brings something from where they're from food wise, right? Everybody brings a different dish, but it's from where they're from or from their, their cultural background, their heritage. And like, so you get to try it. So you get to ask them like what it is and where it's made. And you know, when people come in and talk about that stuff and you already know, right. Breaking bread, eating food and being around the table is the best way to to know people because everybody's comfortable because we're all about to go take a nap because it's like Thanksgiving dinner. Nobody has any energy to get up to do anything but sit at the table and just talk, right? And so that was always those are always fun ones. Well, I I have to say this just just because we're here and we 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 you said food, Matt, so you bought this up, so I have to bring it. I had to bring it to, <laughs> to the forward. Um, raisins do not belong in potato salad. <laughs> I'm just saying, raisins and potato like, salad. You know, when, whenever we do yeah. potlucks, we see some of the weirdest kind of stuff, right? And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I call it light skin potato salad because I don't like mayonnaise <laughs> and whipped cream and Miracle Whip and all that stuff. So whenever I see potato salad and it's not yellow, I just stay all the way away from it. Like it's got to be mustard potato salad. Yeah. Like a potato uh, salad, uh, it's not supposed to have raisins and other stuff in it but it's just a different different thing you know what i mean like macaroni and cheese is supposed to when i say supposed to that i guess that would be wrong but our expectation of what it's supposed to look like but then same thing when you talk about it 
like pig feet and oxtails and stuff like that. You guys are probably like, what the hell is that? Right? So no way, dude. I, I don't mess with pig's feet, feet but I like oxtails. Huh? So I don't mess with pig's feet, but I like oxtails. I remember we were in a, a work trip, <laughs> me and Al. We went to Georgia. Mm-hmm. We went to uh, Augusta. We were over there at Fort Gordon, right? Mm-hmm. So we go to the hotel. We're eating in the thing. And so the girl is taking our order. And then, you know, uh, I saw on the menu, they had gumbo, right? So yeah. I was like, cool. So the girl told me, everybody that's from New Orleans says that they're eating like they're back at home. So I fell for the trap, 100%. Right. I said, yep, I'm getting it. And she brought this gumbo to the table, bro. I put the spoon in it. I went to stir it, and a whole bunch of collard greens were in the bottom of the bowl. And I looked. At the no, 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 no. Collard greens don't go in. No collard greens. No. Don't go in. So she came back to the table, and she was like, "So, how is it?" I said, "I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm really disappointed. <laughs> not because it doesn't taste good. Like if you would have told me I was gonna eat some super banging soul food, I would have been like, hell yeah.' But you told me gumbo. Wow. And now I'm eating like a salad in the right. Garden. Like that don't make sense to me. Yeah, you're right. So it's a southern way to do it, I guess. But I was like, I don't know who from Louisiana told you this was authentically original, but it wasn't from where I'm from, where I'm used to eating. Yeah. You, know? you know, real quick, funny story. So when I first came recruiting, <clears throat> I, I I had a recruiter station. My rink at the time was rink recruiter in charge. Yo, boss. Uh, my my good friend Jose Vasquez. He was a chef, right? And so the time he had us over to his house, he had made spaghetti. But he had did all this stuff, man. He he was Hispanic guy, Hispanic heritage, and he's he's a musician. But you know, he took all this time to make this spaghetti, man. And I mean, you know, he he did the sauce by himself and had the the sausage and all this stuff. Like it, it took him hours to do this spaghetti. And I was like, okay, when I taste it, I like it's just regular spaghetti. So I had him over at my house for spaghetti, and I just did the traditional ground some meat, put the seasoning in it, got the little Prague spaghetti sauce, and whipped it up. And that he was like, man, this spaghetti is delicious, but it wasn't all that authentic, you know, all that special sauce and all that other kind of stuff like that. But I think my spaghetti that I made from the store with the Prego sauce was better than his spaghetti. He didn't want to admit it, but everybody. That's because you bought some stuff seasoned in the jar already. That's why he had to do his own. Look, but, I was. Uh, but, I, what, is I, the, what is the end result, though? Is it the taste, or is it the fact that you spent three hours and make? It's got to be the taste, bro. Like you can ten, you can spend ten hours making something. I was about to tell you when I was dating sure. Becky, uh, my roommates. We were uh, Becky was coming over, and my roommate was like, "Oh, I'm gonna make dinner." And this fool said, "I'm gonna make homemade pasta Alfredo." Right. Hmm. <laughs> So he's in there making this Alfredo. Becky is the nicest person that you'll ever meet because she's never going to be like super mean about, you know, because she's appreciative that, you know, I guess it was, I appreciate your effort, right? Right. Man, you took one bite of this, uh, this pasta Alfredo and dude, like, I don't know how she didn't like just spit <laughs> it across the room, but he was like, is it good? And she was like, mm-hmm, it's so good. And he's like, it doesn't taste good. She's like, mm-hmm, it's, it's good. And we walked out of that room and she goes, food now, not that. But food right now. We got to right. go get something to eat. <laughs> he, was, he was like, it didn't come out like it did last time. I'm like, you probably bought it in the jar last time. What made you? You're from yeah. Ohio, dude. You're going to make pasta Alfredo. What are you doing? Yeah, so we I think we all have our specialties. So of uh, your specialty thing that people know that you're known for. Ty, what is, what is your specialty if it comes to something that you make better than everybody else that the family knows you for? Uh I don't cook much. So I think the thing that people in my family want me to make is French toast. 
but I prefer to make like hot dogs and macaroni and cheese. That's my favorite. Yeah, I got you. It's real simple stuff's my favorite. So I'm, I'm, and I'm kind of bland. You know, I'm a little bit bland. My my wife loves real hot stuff. Tatum loves hot stuff. Yeah, but uh, I'm kind of a salt savory. I like savory. Got you, Matt. What about you, Mm. bro? So uh, I think the thing that my family would tell you they would want me to make the most is homemade tomato soup and grilled cheese. <coughs> Just tomato make soup it, and grilled yeah, cheese? Tomato soup and grilled cheese, yeah. Grandma used to like that. Yeah, That's make cool. it from scratch. When Especially, like, we're, it's about to get cold, right? It's, when it's cold, it's like, hey, we got to make some of that soup. Damn, tomato soup. soup? I remember that. My grandma used to do that. Uh, yeah. Tomato soup and a grilled cheese sandwich. She would dip it in there and eat it. I remember um, Put put in the uh in the chat box there what your what your specialty is yeah, there, Mr. Willis. Yeah, Let's anybody that's in the is. in the chat box, so go ahead and let us know what you guys make. What do you yeah, make? What's the thing that everybody wants? What about you, Scott? My specialty is everything. Everything. No, I'm just kidding. No, really, I think <laughs> uh I think if you were to ask my family what I'm known for, I make a really good chili. I make a really good chili and then here recently. Since I've been in Texas, I make really good um, crawfish and mm. uh, gumbo, man. Um, gumbo, surprisingly, I looked at a couple of different menus uh, or different uh, uh, recipes of gumbo, and I kind of saw the, the understanding of it. The hardest part was the root part. Once I got that part down, <laughs> I mean, gumbo was pretty good. So even people from Louisiana and, you know, that, that are from the gumbo state, I already they, fell into that trap. They said that my gumbo is pretty good. Like they, they, they put Let's me go. up there. So we I was going to say, like, off. the tomato soup is one, but you can make the crawfish at the boil. I'll come eat it, and then the next day I'll make the etouffee with the leftover tails. How about that? Okay, yeah, that that'll work. Yeah, that sounds good too. Yeah, and you know what? Oh. I was I was allergic to shellfish for a long time, man. It wasn't until I tried to do the uh, the crawfish to where once I did the crawfish, it somehow relieved my allergic reaction that i ever had with uh shellfish before if i ate shrimp or lobster tails or crab my throat would swell up and i had to take the the benadryl or whatever it was to 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 fix myself but once i started eating the crawfish and it kind of took that away so since i've been in texas i've been able to eat everything so now i can eat lobster tails and crab legs and all the good stuff yeah well you know maybe you're you're closetly from louisiana not not Colorado. maybe so that might be it maybe so i tell you what though i like kevin's answer that dude says he 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 makes all kinds of runs. Like he makes runs to the liquor store. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I saw something about some cornbread. David Willis said cornbread pancakes. He also White said, Mike says he likes making ex-wives. Macaroni <laughs> roll. Oh yeah, hey yeah, I, I was pretty good at that too, man. I, hey look, White Mike tried to get into the uh, to the drawing we had for the national championship, right? So mm-hmm. White Mike sends me, you know, the hero household was super hoping that Washington would win, right? So White Mike was like, Washington, just go ahead and just go ahead and make the hoodie, get it in the mail, and send it before the game's over, right? Right. Man, Michigan started playing football, and I got a whole bunch of messages like, uh, how many times can we change our, our answer? I'm just asking for a friend. And then apparently Eddie at the liquor store was going to bet for him, but he got it in after the first quarter. That was funny. Yeah. He was like, can, can I change? Hey, very, I mean, his way to be uh, proactive in your pursuit of, of a hoodie. Yeah. White oh, Mike. yeah, yeah, yeah. But so don't Matt, worry. White Mike, we got them for sale. So you could still get one. Just got to buy it. I mean, so, you know. So speaking of that, brother, 
Yeah. I went on, I went on the same flag, same oath.com website. And I saw, man, you got a beautiful website there. And I was able to, because you know, I always just ask you because I know you like, hey, bro, just give me the shirt, give me. But I went on there, man. I just wanted to tell you that was dope. Like the way that you guys got your website set up, it was very easy to maneuver through. You have some great stuff on there. And I was able to go through that. And I was like, man, I like this one, but 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 I like this one. So, yo, man, shout out to you, bro. You're doing good stuff. I know we talked about it a long time ago. You had a vision, you stuck to the vision. And you're moving, bro. I just want to tell you, yeah. brother to brother, I'm proud of you. Anybody you. who's out there watching that, see, if you need to go on to this, got, um, you need to go on to the same flag, same oath.com website. Look on that website and you can see some of this great gangster work that Matt and his wife, Becky, are doing with these shirts. I will tell you, you will be surprised. And you would be a fool if you didn't go on there and get you some merch. I did it today. I'm, I'm not telling you to follow me, but since you're following me on here, and since this is our podcast and we do what we do, I would challenge you. If you mess with me, and if you mess with the Triple Threat Vet Podcast, I would challenge you to go on to sameflagsameoath.com and look at that merch and get you some. That's all I'm going to yeah. say with that one, for sure. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. Man, I, I should have been playing like some hype music behind that whole thing. I was impressed, bro. It's just us today, you know what I mean? So we we can do what we want to do today. But I just want to give a shout. I got to give my man Matt some flowers, man. He's been working hard, man. He's been doing his thing. And one thing that we don't do is shout out our people when they're doing great things. And my man, him, Matt, and Becky are doing great things with the Gotcha Six culture. I'm a part of the Gotcha Six culture, and I'm going to be there. So if you riding with me, go on there and get you some. Yes sir. yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate that. My man. I appreciate it. Now, T.Y., since we're here and it's just us. Yeah. Me and you talked about That was an concert. That was fun. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. Cool. So, real, real, real quick. We do so. more dancing on the show. Yeah, right? <laughs> real quick. White Mike, if you want me to make a co-branded shirt for your business, all you got to do <laughs> is send an email to the email you see at the bottom of the screen, info at gotyoursixculture.com. Send yeah. me over what you want. Send me your logo, and we can send you a mock-up of a co-branded design for your boys. Yep. We can do it. Yep. <laughs> do it all the time. Like, look, we're co-branded with Triple Threat Vets. You know, we got DJ logo. We've got our same flag, same oath. We got our target on the back, and then there's a whole bunch of sexy motherfuckers on the front. You know, <laughs> well, minus me, Scott's on there. No, so you no, already no, know. No. Everybody want to buy that shirt. But this is a thing, man, that people don't understand. Like I've, I've been since I've been doing DJ stuff. I've shot for people to make shirts for me all around, right? But yeah. there is a difference in quality, and that's the one thing that I can't say, man. Like just the quality of it, the way that you guys do it. I'm I'm all in, man. I love it, and I just I just want to see it blow up. I know the only way it's going to blow up if people show up. So I'm challenging everybody who follows a Triple Threat Vet podcast or is down with us, like you say you're down with us. I want you guys just to check it out. And if you check it out and you're disappointed, let us know because I'm showing my man my man Matt to fix it. But I'm pretty sure I'm guaranteed that you're not going to be disappointed. This is some good stuff for sure. I tell you what, though, it's the bomb, yo. 
Yeah, everybody that's on here, though, I mean, New Year's Day, if you follow us, you had an opportunity to win a drawing that was put on by Got Your Six, and then we partnered that up with the podcast and Project Zero. We just did a hoodie giveaway for the national championship game that I, I got right, by the way. You know, I got right. My man, David Willis, thank you. He's been wrapping our shirts on the uh, Home Front yep. Sit Rep podcast, so you can see him on that, you know, twice a week. But it's, uh, yeah, it's been a good ride, man. I'll tell you what uh from from when we started to where we're at now like you learn a lot and so like uh that that's the one thing scott that you brought up that i feel like we do a really good job at is the quality of the product because um you know we bought t-shirts like all the time in the navy and got shirts made all yeah, the time was, in the chief's mask right. or your command shirts or just for anything and 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 knowing what i know now man we got ripped off in the navy dude oh yeah ripped for sure. off those people yep. was just taking your money and they, you know, they didn't, they didn't put as much time and effort into it. So that's one of the things that we pride in, you know, is yeah. uh, sending you over what it's going to look like, making sure that it looks good. And, you know, if, if your logo needs to be fixed up, we do that for you too. make sure that everything's right. Yep. And see me, man, I'm the big hot tizzle for shizzle dizzle. I'm not going to put something out there that's going to come back and smack me in the face. And I'm just going to tell you. That if you get something from there, the quality, because I know I know the person who's behind it, and I know how how much of a professional person that you and your wife are. Like you guys aren't just going to send out something if it's not exactly how you want it. It's not going out there, and that's what makes it. I'm, there's a lot of places that you can go to where you know they're so busy, so many things are going on. They just throw some stuff on there. If you like it, if you didn't, you pay for it. And it was over with. We've personally had conversations about products that have came across and you have always been one like, nope, if it's not exactly what you want, we're redoing it. And this is how we're going. So I, like I said, I know what I'm getting. I know the quality of it. And I'm just as my voice out here to you guys, since it's just us today, I want you guys just to go on there and just look at it. Just go on there and just look at this stuff. You're going to, I'm telling you, you're going to be surprised. <laughs> So go on there and look at it, and let's do what we do, man. This is the Triple Threat Vet Podcast. We're here. I was wondering where that was. It's phenomenal. You're going to love it. So so Al's here, right? But he's here, but he's not here. The spirit of Al. He's hanging out today. And that's a big old – That's a. is that the one that we – he's not the one that's at the top. Yeah, that's the one that you uh, black teabagged. Oh, so he's still alive. Yeah, bro, that's the one that we brought back to life. Way back in H-E-B. You got to go back where the black tea's at. Yeah, bro. In the back of the H-E-B all the way in the corner over there, the black teabag. So I see uh, Josh Hammonds, you're in the building, Chiefs. I know you're Chief. If you guys want shirts that look good and they're going to feel good and they're going to come out right, give us a call, man. We'll give you Mm -hmm. a deal. We we take care of our – our brothers, sisters that are veterans, first responders, and White Mike, I can do anything. I can do dry fit, dry blend. I can do soft style. <laughs> I can do heavy cotton. I can do hoodies. I can do anything. I just need to know what uh, what you need, you know? That's what I'm saying. What? what? <laughs> yeah, so, hey, going back to that, uh, T.Y., yeah. where we at? We at almost at the halfway point. But there was another right. thing that you shared with me today when we were uh, talking do you do you want to you want to do you want you want to talk about the, the the poem that we saw because I think that was oh, okay that was yeah man. gotcha yeah that, pretty, um, that that's important man so you know we have we've been doing this show for this is the 29th ep, 29th episode damn and 29? um yeah 29 damn, we've been bro. doing this episode for 29 episodes and people write in all the time. They ask crazy questions. So we, you know, we laugh sometimes, you know, sometimes people want to be on the podcast. Sometimes people just trying to sell you something, but other times people will share with you 
like what's going on in their life. So this this guy would would share it and he was going to write some stuff for us. And he actually wrote a poem for the show and said we could read it uh, on. So this is this is a uh, veteran uh listens to the show he listens to the tip of the spear podcast he listens to uh the sit rep uh the Homefront sit rep podcast so yeah. this is from rick ames why is there war actually blake you read this because you read you when right. you read this earlier when i was showing <laughs> it to you it sounded so much better all right here we go this is a poem from my man rick ames i'm gonna try to do it some justice here the question is why is there war as the sun sets on another day the bugle in the distance softly play. Just when you think the day is at end, out of the distance comes a thousand men. Shots were fired and men had to die. Your best friend dropped, but there's no time to cry. Bullets land around you as you lay in, the, in your hole. If this is the road to freedom, it's one hell of a toll. The shooting finally stops. And this is our then this is our score. But when you stop and ask yourself, why is there war? Damn. That's deep, bro. Why? We we really appreciate Rick Ames sending that in to us. So yeah, man. yeah I, I read most of the emails. Some of them are crazy, but Rick is uh he's actually sending a few little messages. So appreciate that. Uh, Mr. Ames and uh, sending more stuff, man. We loved it. But think about this, man. You know, there's a part in there where I say, and, th- and this is this is this is where we get into the nuts and, and bolts of what it is to serve and the camaraderie thing that people think about. You go to a regular job, and you know, you do your job. Your job can be stressful, or whatever. Same thing with police, firemen, and everything else. But when it comes down to it, and your job causes for someone that you share the same birthing with, someone that you have spent time with laugh talk about family and everything else and you're out there in the trenches and you see that person drop man but you know that you still have to move on you know that the war still is going to go on and if you stop and you freeze then either yourself or more people are going to fall so you have to hold that that commitment to still holding on that charge and moving forward when it's all said and done and when the smoke clears and the bullets stop being fired and the guns are silenced and you're on that helicopter going back to where you're going back to home or going back to the hospital, you realize that you're one less man than you were when you left. That question has to be asked. Why is that? Mm-hmm. Right. And that's deep. So when people think about, you know, some of the mental states that people have when they come home, those are the things that we don't want to talk about. Because it's hard to talk about, but those are the things that run through your mind all the time to wonder why, right? So that's that's a deep that's a deep part. You know, we 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 know that having having sailors and soldiers, uh, Marines, we know that these things are important. But when you ask yourself why is there war, and if you are on the other side of it, you never had to be out there and fight it or do anything with that. Before you judge or when somebody goes to say, hey, can I get a military discount or whatever, and you feel like you're getting cheated because you're not getting what they got, think about the things that they may have seen or been through or sacrificed or promised to uphold that you didn't have to do and just try to try to look in the mindset of that person for a while. So, hey, Rick, that was that was deep. I feel it. And that's just that's my that's my shots on that. 
Yeah. Welcome yeah, aboard, Albert. Welcome aboard. Welcome what back, Al. You will come in the time, though. What's going on? What it do, what it is, what it be like, baby. <laughs> hey, hey, what was that you were just drink, drinking out of? Basil Hayden, bro. Hey, okay, so I Al, thought maybe you got your brass and anchor. So, Al, this no, is the deal. On the, it's on the way. Okay. Since you're late, we thought you were going to come in with no shirt, your drawers, and your cowboy boots on. Where them boots at, bro? Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, go on. get them shits and come right back. Go get them shits and bring them right. Oh, he got some on. I ain't got, I ain't got to, baby. We need to stay closer. Take one of them bad boys off, man. I need to see these boots, bro. Yeah, we're we're going to put you full screen on this. Hold up. Damn. Yeah, that's them. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, that's, that's what a $2,800, $2,800 boot looks nah, like. Nah, bro, that's what a $70 bottle of whiskey will get you. That's what that's happened. What, these are called, I'm going to get divorce boots right here, them blue cases. Them blue cases, when, when, at least when my wife leaves me, I'm going to look good when I'm out in the club, you know what I'm saying, with these gators on. You know what I'm saying? I'll be out like, stepping with, uh, in court. I'm, hey, she's going to get half everything. I'm going to have one fucking boot on. I'm going to have one boot on. She's going to have the other. Have y'all seen that guy on social media that does the uh, the reels where his his haircut is so good? He goes to a barber, they they trim him up so nice. He he gets up in the barber's face and he's like, "Man, you know you just caused me to get a divorce because you know I gotta be in the streets when I got this." Yeah. Anyway, anyway yeah. it's it's funny what you just did reminded me of that out. So hey, Joshua Joshua Hammond said one of my favorite quotes is, "War is old men talking." While young men die, damn, yeah, bro, this some deep yeah. stuff. You guys, you guys are hitting deep in the streets today, bro. First God. of all, Joshua, what? yeah, so no, so no self-respecting GA fan wears gator boots. Yeah, bro, cause I'm walking on them motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they on, they on my funky ass feet. <laughs> so no, I'm, I was late. I, I I had a I went to the the Masonic Lodge. I had to do some stuff to get, you know, the paperwork so I could transfer my my. My my membership essentially from the get approved from the Grand Lodge of Georgia to move it to the Grand Lodge in Florida, so I can start attending the lodge up here. Um, it's funny I ran a, a buddy of mine, a veteran buddy. Was, we were together. He's a he's a doc. We were in Meridian together. We just happened to be talking one day, and he was mentioned he was a Mason. And I was like, well, shit, bro, me too. So I ended up going up there tonight. They had they had training tonight, so I met up there and met a bunch of the guys and um, met the new Warsaw Master. It was pretty cool. Nice. Cool. He's an army cat type. He's an army. He's an army guy. He's a. Well, you need an army guy to keep you guys in line. Oh, he a big <laughs> ass. He, uh, he, he a big. On he a straight and narrow. He ain't yeah. PT in a while. He a big brother. He a, he a big he a big dark skin brother. But you could tell he ain't done PT in a hot minute. I don't know. He ain't. I don't know if he's seen his toes in a hot minute. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing hey, so, you went uh, to the meeting. Rick Ames is actually in the uh, in the house tonight. So hey, appreciate Rick, what's you. Going on? Uh, hey, shouts out, bro. I appreciate that yeah. poem. That was I, I love that man. I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. My my DJ horn is not as good as DJ. Yeah, man. What's going on? You, you know gotta what? get your horn fixed, man. I'm, I'm gonna bring my. I, I what I did is I changed up my stuff in my room from podcasting, you know, from DJing and podcasting. So I'm gonna bring my thing back out. You gotta, yeah, you got the horn. Yeah, you gotta 15 seconds later. Right, well, there you go. Okay, you gotta get it. Was was uh, it was Matt? You were on time. You made it. I Matt sure was, was on time, bro. Yeah, bro. I was hoping to come on. Yeah, yeah. Like 30 seconds it. left in the countdown. He popped in. Oh man, I was gonna talk so much shit, bro. We already did. Don't worry, you can go back and watch it. I've already yeah. I seen the comments. I, I see my boy. <laughs> I see I see my my little brother White Mike's on here. My uh, David, what's up, Justin Bowens? Oh oh, bitch ass dude. 
Yeah, he said, you, say, you shouldn't hey, be drinking Boone's Farm out of a Basil Hayden bottle. Like, we saw you pretend to pull plastic Hey, so, me, so I was going to bring something up, and, and this kind of pertains to Justin, um, and I want Justin to answer it, right? Me and Ty okay. were talking, and there's actually a, a analytical statistical stat that talks about certain sexual positions for, like, making, like, attractive oh, kids goodness. and making unattractive kids. No bullshit. Like, so what – Somebody guess what is the the main the position the sexual position where you are, are more likely like an eighty five percent chance of having an unattractive child? Uh, unattractive child? Yeah, probably. Um, uh, I don't know what you think, Matt. Like missionary or something? What you think, nah, Scott? Nah, doggy. If you have an unattractive child, then it probably happened in the backseat of the car. And there's stats on this. <laughs> well, 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 space. You you're, don't you're have never no gonna, room. You're, you're never going to guess it because I didn't even know what it was. But What is it? I don't know. Go ask your parents. Ah, you're hey! hey! <laughs> he did a funny. He did a funny. Ah, he did a funny. You Were you talking? To- <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't, I mean... Yeah, it's all right, man. It's okay. Dude. You know, but, you I was, know, it was meant to get Matt, but he just sat there, didn't know what's going on. No, I'm good. But so when just, you start talking about that stuff, I'm just waiting for the uh, for the punchline. That was, guys, that your was kids. It. If you make make exactly. ugly kids, if you make ugly kids, yeah. So, so Justin Bowen's his ass, bro. Here's the and, uh, this, go ahead, Ty. I, I hate to cut you off, brother, but Ty oh, Cobb man. looks and feels like a beautiful human being. Is he single and ready to mingle? No, I'm not. Whoa. I'm not single. I've been <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I got six kids. I'm married as fuck, man. I'm married as fuck. <laughs> Al might be on the market soon if you hear him talking. Yeah. Oh, bro. If you like If I make any more purchases while I'm drinking, it's a fucking wrap, bro. I'm, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> like My wife, before she goes to bed, she's like, do I need to take your phone? No, bitch, I'm grown. I'm taking my you, shit. You wear them boots to bed too? Don't lie. Oh, I, I'm going. I, I, I would love to wear these, only these, and show up and be like fucking Crocodile Dundee and be like, yeah, come on, girl. I'm about to make some ugly ass babies. Let's do this. Well, you look, know what man, I'm saying? You got all those monies to buy them fancy boots. I need you to go right now on your phone and I need you to go to the website that I'm about to tell you right now. Same flag, same over.com. I need you to go through there, look through there, and I need you to get about five pieces of merchandise. Al Hero, that's for you. I am. I go on the sale rack getting five dollar t shirts. I don't have. I, I spent all. I spent all my money on these motherfucking boots. Hey, I put in. Hey, I put in. The, I put in the code triple threat. I didn't get no extra discount. Man. I don't know if that still works. Was that an old one? I know you're lying. I and put it, in the triple threat. It didn't work. And, you and are, I, you also clicked on the ten percent when the thing came up because it was your first order. Oh, there you go. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I take yeah. that back. I take and, it back. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and these boots are not as comfortable as they should be. For like, they should be damn near give me a foot orgasm, and nothing's happened. Yeah, but don't you got to yeah. break them in? That's because your feet too small. They hurt. Just because you're a real cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> it knows. It knows. It, yeah, they already know. Like, like now nah, we ain't even fuck with this guy. Hey, look, they were like, we're shipping these boots to Florida. Nah, give him the give him the defect one. He can't handle no real. They right. came from Texas. They came from El Paso. Yeah, of you course got the they came from line. Texas. So like, we're not mailing the ones to Florida that cowboys need. You know, they got. Well, I'm about comfy. to get me a belt buckle next when I come to that rodeo. Yeah, that's how I had to do my stuff in steps too. Belt buckle, boots, jeans, the whole. Yeah, thing. bro, I got to get a steps in. Like you got to step, step it up. 
Yeah, I got, you can't I got do it all at one time. And you'll be no, broke cowboy. I'm already a broke cowboy. You know so listen up, y'all. This is a triple threat Jason, podcast. Jason. I'm in here with my brothers, Ty, Kyle, my man, Matt Johnson, and my man, Al Hero, has now got into the building. We are at that point of the time. We're at the halfway point. We got to do some pay bill time and pay some bills and do all that kind of stuff. So we're going to do that, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to be with y'all. Just the boys. This is a good podcast. We love having guests, but we love it when it's just the boys because we get to do what we originally set out to do is talk some SHIT with each other. And Shit. Let you guys be. And you know how we hey. do it. We're going to go ahead and hit it. What'd you say? Hey, go so ahead. What'd you say? Right, real fast. Hey, Mike, I need you to do me a favor and get a picture of Justin Bowen's front tee and send that shit to me so I can get him over to Ty <laughs> and we can put this dude's teeth on the podcast. Because this dude got drunk one night and tripped and fell and hit his front teeth on a on a fucking uh, hotel chair oh, and broke like all hurt. his top front teeth straight. He didn't even know he did it until the morning. He looked in the mirror. Motherfuckers. But they broke off perfectly straight, but he got these two little baby chiclet mouth teeth in the front now. That motherfucker looked like a reverse rabbit, like a reverse wow. chipmunk. So I'm going to get my brother to get me a picture of them teeth, and I'm going to get him on this podcast. And before we go, I have to give a special shout-out to my favorite person who tunes in with us every week. Julie is in the building. Yeah. That's my girl. Hey, your husband is my man, but you my girl. So we're going to pay some bills, and we're going to come right back. But I didn't want to let this first half go without telling you thank you and we're glad that you're here so let's go ahead and pay some bills ty take it off my man that that's me joshua hammonds we'll talk on the way back get ready to groove to the electrifying sounds of dj royalty the maestro of mixing who knows how to turn any event into an unforgettable dance sensation royalty entertainment is here to bring you the ultimate musical experience straight from the ones and twos in your ears and through your body to activate them dancing shoes Get ready to sweat, party, and have a good time while your DJ needs are being blazed by none other than me, DJ Royal T. I have spent years crafting together a DJ entertainment empire that promises a customized blend of musical tracks, mixing mastery, and top quality sound, all while providing a vibrant ambiance to accommodate any of your DJ needs. Royalty Entertainment Services is your premier one-stop shop for top-tier musical entertainment and is hosted by yours truly. For more information, reservations, and booking, feel free to look around the website at GoDJRoyalty.com. I am DJ Royalty, and this has been another Royalty Entertainment production. Yeah. Gear up in style wearing Got Your Six Apparel. Every purchase makes a difference. It's more than just clothing, it's a statement of gratitude. Upgrade without breaking the bank. Discover cost-effective, high-quality clothing made in the USA. Each shirt is handcrafted by our team in the great state of Texas and shipped for free to your front door. Got Your Six is where quality meets purpose. We're a small veteran-owned business that takes pride in the mission and the value of our products. Join us in growing a community, supporting our heroes, veterans, and first responders by wearing a custom design. I thought you'd never ask. Visit sameflagsameoath.com and use the code triple threat for 10% off. Follow us on all social media platforms for any upcoming releases or events, and you can reach out to us with questions anytime. We are here to support our brothers and sisters. 
John Everett here with Race TV. And one of the great things about Vintage Moto Fest and Arma Vintage Motorcycle Racing is some of the incredible competitors that uh, you see here out here on the track. What attracted you to sidecar racing? Well, we actually got married on a sidecar at a Moto Guzzi rally 20 years ago this year. So now tell us about the bike. What kind of bike do you guys have? Well, it's a V7 Sport Moto Guzzi. It's a pre-72 and earlier class. Now, what do they call the rider in sidecar racing? The monkey. What, what does the monkey do? The monkey distributes weight around the corners so that the bike can get around the corner as fast as possible. This one is my favorite track. It's so curvy and it's beautiful. And I really, this really is my favorite track. I don't have to lie. Are there any sponsors or anybody else that helps you guys out with the team, or is this kind of just a family affair? We have a sponsor. We have a couple. Uh, Tool Storage Solutions is our company, and we have the Guzzi Doctor, who helps us with the motor, and same with Redline Cycles, who helps us with the motor. So essentially a family business, family racing, family fun. All here at Road America for Arma Vintage Motorcycle Classic, part of the Vintage Motor Fest this weekend. Hey guys, Mac Verdi here with Veteran Mortgage Solutions. If you had to navigate through this about 20 years ago, and you know what this is, but you do not know how to navigate through your VA home loan, give me a call or go to my website, veteranmortgagesolutions.com. We're an all-military veteran loan officer team. We are here to help you. If you go to my website, you fill out the form, I'll take $500 off closing costs, and a loan officer will call you in minutes. Have a great day. Hey, we back. Yeah. So a uh, little note, I forgot to tell you all this beforehand. So that future guest alert, that is actually my oldest brother and his wife, Celia. So Man. my my oldest brother, Todd, was in the Navy. And then his wife, uh, Celia, was, in the Navy, was a Marine. So uh, shout out to them. We were having a phone conversation and they were like, ah, oh, you know, I asked him, would you ever want to come on the podcast? He's like, ah, I don't, you know, really do stuff like that. But I don't know what I talk about with you combat guys. And I was just trying to tell my oldest brother, like, this dude's been a hero to me my entire life. And the stories that he told me of and the adventures that he had, I won't ruin it now. But I'm telling you, when you meet my older brother, you'll realize why I'm so freaking awesome. So anyway. ah, I hey, tell you what, hey, you're definitely the good looking one, bro. And I, it's funny. He was he was Navy. She was Marine Corps. I'm sorry. That's me. Hey. Go ahead. Hey, that's awesome. Hey, hey, you said she was Marine Corps, Ty? Yeah, she was a she was a badass hey, Marine. See, we've Bro. been smashing we've been smashing Marine ass for a long time, baby. You know what I'm saying? I have no idea what you're talking about right now. Hey, and also I see <laughs> and Justin and Kevin Cash are actually together watching the show together. They're three army vets, they all serve together. Um, Cash is the big burly ugly motherfucker, but he's got a huge ego, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so look, shout, out to, shout out to them guys. Lick my nuts I'm out, what he you, said. I'm gonna let you hit the button, man. Because I, I think I, you know, and so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you. Yeah, we got to get your board fixed. Yeah, because I, 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 I think I'm hitting when you're hitting. Him, yeah, yeah. They're just canceling. If you, if you see the flash, that's DJ Royalty. Anytime I see buttons, I just feel like I'm supposed to push them, and I, <laughs> I get sometimes the Ty is the is the is the computer guy. So, yeah. Yeah, if you see no, the but I love that I love that Matt started the show a couple times. I love that you're doing it. You know, I, I, I want <laughs> yeah. us all to be able to do everything like four or five, so, baby. You know what so I'm talking about. White Mike said combat's different things. He's been combating marriages his whole life. 
Well, that's why that's hey, why Scott's not going to DJ your fifth wedding. No, bro. Hey, my brother, my brother just met a stripper one time and married her ass. Brought her home. She was on a run from the law in like two separate states. He left my house. I found fucking eyelashes and fake draws and shit, all this shit in my oh, fucking goodness. washer. Man, my hey, it's, fake it's, draws. They, they was no, they was little draws. She looked like she was like I don't know, <laughs> two foot eleven. Yeah, the reason, 20, the reason he was 100 pounds knew, with 25 pounds of makeup on, you know what I'm saying? The reason why he knew something was wrong because the drawers in the washing machine were smaller than his drawers. So he's like, Hey, <laughs> I'm a small draw man in this house. How dare somebody bring smaller drawers in here? <laughs> hey, <laughs> oh man, oh, my he God. also said to tell you thanks. I, he, I was showing you that he posted to you too. Uh, just about uh, you know helping you know thanking you Scott you know helping everybody get away from from the real world and reality for a little bit so yeah that's what we do man for sure that's what we Thanks. do see why what you got for us man you you had a whole bunch of stuff for us that I, I, I don't even remember now I got distracted um, <laughs> hey pull pull Nipsey up man pull Nipsey up I hey wanna... here you go oh, yeah, Scott yeah, yeah, Scott yeah. What, what was I trying to talk about with Nipsey oh oh that's a hard one. My Ooh. man Josh said, "Go ahead and put that back up." Put yeah, I didn't see it. I was looking away. What is that? He said, "Our hero Ooh. brother got more marriages than the Colorado Buffaloes had wins." That hurt. Bro. That hurt. Me. Damn. Damn. All right, I'm just. Hmm. That hurt. That so hurt. you know, since yeah, uh, it took <laughs> it took Michigan to get Nick Saban to retire, though. That's all I'm saying. Man, Nick. Gosh, hey, mm. shout out to the goat, bro. That's crazy. I, yeah, Man, Kirby Smart's like heading to Tuscaloosa. Fuck he ain't, bro. Fuck he ain't. Fuck <laughs> he ain't. Bro. Listen, this is the thing. You can't win them all, but you have to give Nick his flowers for what he did with that Alabama franchise. Them guys are balled out. You hate them because you love them. You love them because you hate them. Yeah, yeah. And it's not going to be the same without him there. And I'm just going to tell you. You know, it's it's all about competition. It's all about that whole thing. You know that when you are going to go up against Nick, you're going to have to bring your A game. People have figured it out here lately on how to stop it, but it's just, you know what I mean. It's 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 one of those things. You can't take away greatness, and nobody can underwrite what he's done for that yeah. franchise, for that team, and what he meant to Alabama. So for me, I'm just a nobody, but my man Nick. Hey, well. What you. do you what do you think the reaction in the room was when he walked in the door and he went, guys, we That's need it. to talk. Yeah, I bet you everybody was like, oh, oh yeah. Hey, Dude. bro, I bet it was like what Biggie say, sad singing and flower brand, bro. I bet it was. Man. Yeah, yeah. Look, Nick Saban leaving Alabama to retire was like LeBron leaving Cleveland to go to Miami. People was like, oh, oh yeah, for sure. That's, that's a fair comparison. Yeah, I got yeah. family in Mobile. About, you know, Belichick leaving New England. Yeah. And, and, the, and them two are best friends, and they did it on the same day. Yeah, that's, right? that's pretty hey, interesting. Even yeah. Becky, Becky. Hey, she, she, Becky, I love you, Becky. I want to apologize for my post on Facebook because she damn sure sent me a message like, I will fucking defriend you. Like, she's <laughs> in our friendship, bro, because I was like, you know, Nick is the GOAT, you know, uh, you know, fair yeah. wins following seas type of shit. And she was like, I will, like, she if she... I thought she would have, if I was in the room, I would have got cut. Like she, I wouldn't even, yeah. been, I can't even come stay at the house anymore. So Ty, keep my room and Scott, but, get my room ready. Cause I'm no longer yeah. allowed but at this the Johnson's thing. family house. If he wasn't so great, it wouldn't matter. And that's the yeah. thing, you know, cause he, he was great. You, you hate him because you love him and you love him because you hate him. 
I got family. My family's from Mobile. So my dad is from Mobile, Alabama. My sister's from Mobile, Alabama. So, you know, they're diehard Alabama. You know yeah. what I mean? Roll Tide, it ain't nothing else. Yeah. My man, hey, P, hey. roll Tide till you die. That's hey, my. Hey, Mike said they didn't know he was retired because no one in Alabama can read. So sorry, the Georgia fan had to read the retirement letter to him. Hey, oh, boy. Hey. hey, if your family's from Mobile, bro, I watch. So I get the Mobile news where I'm at. Like Pensacola news is like a first short period. So most yeah. of the news I watch, bro, Mobile is like damn baby Iraq, bro. Somebody getting killed in Mobile every day. They had a, somebody got, they had a road rage incident today. Yeah. Pulled over at a, like a rest area, and all of a sudden, like, like somebody got their leg broken, and one dude got a felony. Like, damn, this dude got out and broke somebody's leg in Mobile, bro. Mobile is like Chirac. It's like baby Chicago. Yeah, it, go, it goes down in Mobile. <laughs> Mobile is it's yeah. a mm-hmm. Oh man, so Ty, you gonna you gonna pull that up for me? I just yeah, to- I'm sorry, uh, Berto. Berto uh, needed my itinerary for a trip. We're going out oh, to Lake okay. Tahoe later on this year. So uh you need my itinerary, so I had to interrupt the show. My bad. Fine. Damn, yeah, so so yeah, I mean, I, I guess I was supposed hey, to have already sent it. So funny, my bad. Funny. I don't I don't want to mess up our licensed clinical social worker. I don't want to piss him off. So <laughs> funny, come on the funny show. story about us. our licensed clinical social worker, though. Funny story. Yeah. He don't even know what apartment he lives in. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I sent him a guest shirt for the podcast. And then all of a sudden I get this notice that was like, hey man, this thing's being returned. It's got the wrong address. So I called him and I was like, hey man, did uh like this thing's being returned? And then he goes, Well, maybe they text it wrong. I'm like, no, Ty sent me the contact you sent him with your address on it. He was like, hmm. Probably made a mistake. I'm like, <laughs> hey, it's it don't bode well for the army because Ty had one dude on here who couldn't use the iPhone, he couldn't figure out the buttons. Yeah. Hey, you know what they can do Damn, though. Bro. Warheads on foreheads, dude. That's, That's all. It, yeah. Hey, I talked to CMC. I talked to my. I, I talked to Big Dog Don Massey. He said he ain't got it yet. And I told him I was going to follow. Yeah, back. I know he ain't got the shirt yet. Tell him calm down. He'll be all right. We get it. I ain't I mean, got my whiskey, my whiskey from, from, tell, from some guys I know either. So I don't give a fuck about his shirt. I haven't finished peeing in it yet. I got. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, tell I like that. That's makes it spicy, uh, Taylor. <laughs> Tell Don Massey to get on here while we live sometimes and like interact. Yeah, yeah shirt sure might get there faster. Hey, shout out to Josh Morris. He's not on tonight, but he did FaceTime me. I couldn't call him back. I just tried, but uh, he's he's you know overseas doing God's work, so um, he still watches. He can't he can't get on live because he's uh, the time difference, but he still is watching every episode. So just want to shout out to my little brother Josh for show. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you know the yeah, last time. Pull this up real quick. Okay. Would you? All right, if you look at the people in your circle and you don't get inspired, you don't have a circle. You have a cage. Facts. Damn. True. Say Facts. that one more time. I say that one more time. If you look at the people in your circle and you don't get inspired, you don't have a circle. You have a cage. Bam. Yeah. So I was thinking about this earlier because of. Uh, you know, Matt was going to be gone. He's kind of our moderator. You know, Al was going to be gone. He's kind of our comic relief. And I was jokingly saying to to Scott and Al actually earlier, oh, man, we're going to be on here without adult supervision. What's going to happen? <laughs> and I, I think we come out and we just be ourselves, you know, on a show where, you know, shout out to Mr. Walker that he's he's under the weather. So he couldn't make it onto the show. He's supposed to be our guest tonight. We'll get him, uh, you know, rescheduled another time. So shout out to you, brother. Uh, out there, uh, still an active duty Navy recruiter, right? 
No, no, no. He's retired. No, no, no. He's oh, retired. okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, he's retired. I thought he was still active duty. Okay. He looks young he, in the picture, so that's why. I man, you know, black don't you know crack, bro. Scott, Scott looks like no, he's 19, No, no, no. He, he looks young. You know, he ain't. The motherfucker ain't young, bro. He, hey, that's like Photoshop and all that, that uh, Instagram filter. <laughs> I got to get my buddy Terry Coker on here. Like, he, he's from New York, so he, he had a picture when he was 16, and then, like, he's, like, a year or two older than me. There's no difference, you know, between those two pictures. That water in New York, bro. I'm telling you. Hey, Ty, so so when, when you put that up, right, that resonates that resonates with me in a way because right before I was I was 24 when I joined the Navy. And until I joined the Navy, I did not know or I wasn't aware of all the things that I could be, all the things that I didn't know until I didn't know I didn't know them. Right. So when I left to go to the Navy and, and I, I moved on and I saw places like Georgia and Chicago and Texas and all these things, I was just stuck in the Colorado box. And if, and if you know Colorado, Colorado is a pretty big state, but the biggest part of it is the mountain range and the, and the rivers and the lakes and stuff like that. But as far as the population where, where I'm from, is very small and i didn't know how small it was until i left it right not saying that the friendships i had and the relationships that i that i had while i was in colorado weren't meaningful it was just that i only saw myself going so far and i remember being in a, in a state um when i was like about 17 where i was kind of like suicidal man because i was just feeling like you know what if, if i don't get involved in gangs or if I don't do some of these things that I see some of my people doing, then what am I going to do? And if you go that route, then those things are just set up for you to self-destruct and die. So I was like, you know what? I just kind of got into a funk. And I, I remember having a conversation with my mom and I was real stressed out because I didn't think I was going to live to see 21 years old. However, I made it and I got into the Navy and I've seen things and I've, I've experienced things that I never would have experienced had I never left. So when you look at that, I realized at the point when I left that I was in a cage and not saying that Colorado was a bad place. But for people like myself, it, it definitely wasn't what I needed. Right. So I'm thankful for the ability that I've had that the Navy has given to me to expand my horizons and move forward and do different things. But I do look back and say, had I not left that cage where I had where would I have been? Right. Right. So I'm, I'm thankful for you guys. You know, and when you look at your circle of friends, they say, if you show me your friends, show me five of your friends and I'll show you your future. No, uh, I mean, hands. That's exactly right, bro. That's I mean, that's yeah, spot on. You figure so me and my brother, it's funny. He posted the comment, but what Ty posted and what you're saying is the exact same. So me and me and my brother, me and Mike have been, I mean, best friends pretty much our whole lives. Like we grew up together. We kind of raised each other, me and him, you know, we've, we left and we left home and, and moved back. We, we were living in Georgia and decided it would be a good idea to run away and steal my fucking dad's car and move back to Jacksonville. Cause that's where all our homies were at. And I mean, our whole lives growing up, I mean, we surrounded ourselves just like you were saying with people that, you know, you know, love them, you know, you know, love them to death to this day. But um, we were going nowhere. Right. It, it, it was a toxic relationship to a, to a fault, right? We were all codependent on each other. You know, we were living a grimy type lifestyle, right? We, you know, we, we, were, we weren't, there was no positivity coming out of those relationships, right? Mm -hmm. We, 
you know, we, we were dependent on each other to do all the dirt we were doing and all the shit. And, and I joined the military. Right. And, and it's a fact I didn't really and I didn't understand brotherhood and camaraderie and real, real, like real brotherhood, not like some homies that are like, that's my brother. But we're only brothers because we doing dirt together. And I know your secrets, and you know, mine. Right. Right. So we so we're so it really ain't a relationship. Right. Because, you know, th that's not relationships built on love and trust and understanding. And that's not what it was built on. And then I joined the service. And then I, I was my eyes were open to a whole nother world, right, of of people who, you know, depend on each other for everything. Right. When I'm sad and I'm, and I'm really broken and I miss my home and I want to see family. I had brothers in a room who would hold me and take care of me. And, you know, as cliche as it sounds like that's that's a, that's real family. And and I've always been a, a firm believer in, you know, we talk about respect and loyalty, uh, DJ, and you bring it up all the time. Right. But. I'm a firm believer in blood doesn't make you family, right? You know, we always say blood doesn't make you family, loyalty and respect do. And it's a factual, it's a factual statement. My brother had said, you know, and I told him, I was like, you'll never know real friendship because he, he was still living that fucking gangster lifestyle, literally like, you know, G, that GD lifestyle and, 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 and work living in the streets and doing his thing and just spending all his time being a fucking knucklehead. Right. And I, I was home on leave, I think. And, literally told him like, Hey, you know, you'll never under, cause he was like, you know, you know, it's funny cause he joined the army years later, but he had told me, you know, <laughs> Oh, you took the easy way out and you, you know, you left and you ain't shit pretty much kind of not knows probably, probably, in the, probably worse. Right. And I pretty much it, it told him, Hey man, you'll never understand brotherhood and, and real family until, and, unless you've served. And I still stand on that to this day, but I mean, me and him almost went to, went to, went to blows over it because you know, the situation got heated. And like he said, those guys were his cage. Like, you know, what he has now, he's sitting on a couch right now surrounded by people that ain't blooded to him, but they are just as much family to, to him as I am, right? And, right. and it's 100% fact that that veteran community and what we have with, with each other. I mean, I didn't serve with Scott. I, I served the same time and I knew Scott. I served with Matt Johnson. I met Ty through these guys, but you guys are, 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 are more, just as much family to me as the people that are sleeping in my house, right? Like y'all are my family and it's a different type of connection and a different type of relationship when you, you're bonded by, by um, hardship, right? Or bonded by through stress and through trial and tribulation. And everybody on this podcast and everybody watching this podcast has been through that, right? They've been through some trials and some hard times, right? Sitting down range and, and, and sitting through sandstorms and, and, and bullets flying over your head to have a brother next to you who can joke with you and be like, Hey, as dark as this day is going to get, I will be your light, right? I'll shine with you. I'll shine beside you and I'll shine for you. And it's, it's a hundred percent factual that this veteran community, the outside world looks at us and they like, man, what the fuck do these guys have? Like, how, are, how, how are they operating? Like they do. And right. like they can, they can walk through the fire and walk through adversity holding fucking hands and then turn around and skip back and get the next guy and, t and drag him through the fucking flames too. It it's yeah. a different world, man. And and I absolutely love you guys <laughs> to the world. You know, there's, there's no, there's no end. There's nothing I wouldn't do for anybody on this podcast or anybody that watches us. You know, we are, we are bound by duty and honor, but we're bound by a relationship and we're bound by that loyalty and that respect and just that, that love for this community. And that's, that's right. really what I got, you know? Yep. Dang, bro! Did you did you take college classes this week? You know what? I, I, I clutched my clutch. Good I, as hell, dude. I, 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 stayed at, I stayed at a Holiday Inn Express, bro. bro. You know out, did you put your khakis on and say that shit in the mirror yeah. like all yeah, day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like nah, check this out, man. This is just a beautiful, bro. This is a beautiful part about that. <laughs> 
He did all that and he didn't use the word phenomenal. I know. I'm man, I'm I'm that super impressed. Was phenomenal. Ah, that's funny. Hey, I well, was waxing, know, I was waxing poetic, you know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. But here's the question, Scott. Which one of these other two guys gets to get in that hot seat today? Because I've done it. Now it's somebody else's turn. Who are we putting in there? You know what? I think the world wants to know. <clears throat> and this is, you know what, Matt? This is what we're going to do. I have never been put in a hot seat. Ever at all, period. I know Tide has, I put Al in, I think, before. So today, because you guys are my brothers, I'm gonna let you three put DJ Royal T in the hot seat. You know what? Hey, me and you know what's fucking hilarious, DJ, is we, me and motherfucking Scott Tide just talked about this. I was like, I was like, I'm fucking tired of this motherfucker, bro. And I've got a couple <laughs> questions already lined the fuck up because we were Let's like, go. I was like, the next time we do a cast and we ain't got a guest on, DJ Scott. Royal T Blake is going to be in this motherfucking hot seat. I'm already sweating. Why are you sweating? He ain't got nothing to sweat. It's all right. You know, hey, but you know me. I'm going to give you the God's honest truth, nothing but the truth. And that's what we do. So I'm I'm, going to get myself ready. Okay. Shoot him at me. Here we go. So, Al, you got a couple questions ready. So I guess you get to ask the first question. So my first question is really easy because, you know, Scott, you are a DJ. Oh, sorry. You know, you are a DJ and you are, you know, you're a kindred, kindred spirit with that phenomenal music music world, right? That's what you do. That's your passion, right? One yeah. of your passions, right? So you've asked a lot of questions about artists and shit like that. I want to know your, it's kind of, I got two questions in the music world, but I'm going to ask the first one first because, you know, I want to give some love to the, to the ladies, right? I want to know your top, and it's going to be a hard one, top five female vocalists. Or artists, however you want to say it, of all time. Female Berkeley, so this is singers. Singers, doesn't matter what genre, just your okay. five vocalists of all time. Female. All right. Split tail whiskey five. biscuit, you know? My number one favorite voice to hear that I think is unmatched is Whitney Houston. She's number one. Number two, voice. Patty LaBelle. Number three, female voice. Mm. Pamela Mann. Number four, somebody who hits my soul when I hear them when I hear them sing. Oh man. I I gotta say, uh Jennifer Hudson. After Jennifer Hudson, I have to say, go to the, oh my soul, man. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, that hits these notes that just hit me whenever they, I hear them sing. Alicia Keys has to be up there. And then if I go five, okay. That hits my soul when I hear them sing. The, will be my mom. Okay. Nope. Hey, I'll take it. I was waiting on Lauren Hill or, or damn Mary J, but no, I I, I, I respect I respect the, the mom. Your mom was a was an artist. 
No, my mom just my I'm mom. Saying, I'm just, saying she's a singer, right? She just sings. She's you know when my mom just she would be around the house and cleaning and she would just sing and she uh, you know one of the songs that she sing was that I love me some him it was one of the favorite songs I like to hear her sing. Nice. But she just sang with a lot of passion. So yeah, I loved it. All right, well Matt, I guess you're up, bro. I guess so. I guess I'm up. So Scott, you 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 put me through the business the last time that I was in mm-hmm. here, which is which is good. I like that. But uh, I know that you've been through uh, a, a ton, right? And and sure. I know that you love music, and I know that you love like almost anything. So what I want to know is not anything in music. I'm not going to go to the classic uh, LeBron or Michael Jordan because we know already what your answer is. Yeah, you know. <clears throat> Um, unless you're a closet Michael Jordan fan, are you? <laughs> no. Okay. So what? What? What I would want to know. Um, so for you, you asked me a question one time that was pretty difficult to to sit and, and think about. I, I want to ask you the same question. Yes, so house is burning. Yep. You're in there. Yeah. Your family's in there. Mm-hmm. So. I want you to take me through the same thing. You know, Renee's in there. Your kids are in there. Everybody's in the building. It's burning, right? Yes. You can get one person out. Who is it and why? Is the fire upstairs or downstairs? You live in a one-story house. One-story house. The house is on fire. And everybody's in the back corner. So you got to get them from the back corner all the way out the front door. The first person I'm going to get out of the house and there's a reason behind it it's not necessarily because of one matters more than the other the one that I'm going to get out of the house first is going to be the one that can help me on the other side the most so depending on where the fires are if, if everybody was in the same route I need to get my wife out first because I know she's going to know what to do on the outside to help me out to get the rest of them out so that's going to be the first person I know that I need to get out so that I can get the help that I need to get everybody else out. Man, that's such cheating, bro. You told me only one could get. I said you can get one out. That's you it. That's the one I'm gonna get out. out. The only I'm not, one. So it doesn't mean I'm gonna let everybody else burn. It's later. <laughs> I'm just asking, right? Because you told me the same thing, but I told you at the end of mine, I'm gonna die getting everybody out of the house. That's true. But that's true. You can get one. Only one, and everybody only else. Only one, just like you told me. Only one. Okay, and, that, and everybody else is not going to make it. That's what you told me. It, yeah, that changes that. Changes that. So bring the music back. <laughs> that changes it. If I knew that I only can get out one, and everybody else had to go. Look, just before you answer, look at this. Becky's <laughs> burning alone. But that that can't be the case because in in my case. I guess it depends on what time of the year it is, because my house can go from seven kids to to one kid, depending on there, when everybody's in there. Everybody, everybody's in. Everybody. Damn. Bro. <laughs> you know what? I would have to, if I knew I couldn't get everybody out. Damn, man. If I knew I couldn't get everybody out, but I had to get one. I don't know, man. I I, I can't say I don't know because that's not being fair. 
No, but I when, get you. When, when, when I good. think about it, when I think about I get it, it, yeah, when I think about it, if I had to just put one out, if I put the one out and everybody else died, would the one that I put out be able to? Would would it would it crush them? Well, I mean, you well, already know the answer is yes to that question, yeah. right? I mean, at the end of the day. Look, I'm gonna. I, I get it. So, so I got it. I got it. I got it. So if I knew that, I, if I knew that I only could get one out, yeah, and everybody else had to go because there's no way. Well, I didn't say they had to go. Out. I just said you can only get one out. I only can get one out. If I knew that it was only going to be one that was going to get out, and there, and the other six of us would have to be gone, bro, I'm gonna hug everybody. We're just gonna have to go together. Woo! Because I couldn't, I couldn't put that pressure on one person to endure the pain of leaving six. I get you. Oh, so, yeah. I get you. Well, now you know we we, we got the wax poetic coming up next. Whew, that hurts, man. I can imagine this. Yeah, that's that's a rough one. Yeah, yeah. it's never that's never an easy answer. All right, I'm I'm gonna go a little bit easier on you because uh, this is something that. Uh, how old are you? If if I'm allowed to ask that. 49, be 50 okay. next year. Right, same. So we're the same age. So growing up, I, I assume uh, we probably had a lot of the same, we probably watched a lot of the same TV shows, movies, yes. just knowing from what I know from me and you, we probably shared a lot of the same things. So yes. uh, who was your childhood celebrity crush? My childhood celebrity crush is easy. My wife even knows this. My childhood celebrity crush was Wonder Woman. Like the original? Linda Carter? The original Linda Carter Wonder Woman. When I was a kid, I used to pretend that Wonder Woman was my wife. And I would kiss my pillow and hug her and stuff like that. You know, that's what it was. I was deeply in love with Linda Carter and Wonder Woman. That's my favorite crush of all time growing up. That's an excellent answer. I would have... I remember watching the fall guy. So, you know, all that, that yeah. whole at that same time is when those shows came through. So that's cool. Yeah. All right. I guess, uh, Al's up next. <laughs> I, I knew Scott. Like this. You got I another knew. one out. Hey, yeah, I got, I got a couple. I've, I've had them. I've had them all week. Right. Hey, hey, you know, I knew Scott liked them snow bunnies. That's what's up, bro. I appreciate you, homie. Hey, that was Wonder Woman, man. Wonder for, the, Woman. for the bright, for the bright skin folks. Right? <laughs> hey, so, I've got I've got four questions, but I'll 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 ask this one first, right? Okay. Would you rather rather be street smart or book smart? Like you know, being forty nine now, knowing what you know now, would you rather be street smart or book smart, and why? I would rather be street smart, and the, and the reason why is because anybody can read a book and have their perception of what they get from the book. But everybody can go to the street and survive in the street. And it's not a book that you can read that can prepare you for the things that happen in the street. You have some of the most slickest, smartest, but dumbest people that are out there on the street that their whole goal is to finagle you in a way that a book can never help you from. So if it, when it comes down to it, I've always tried to keep my head on the swivel and keep my ear to the street because there's not a book that you can read that's going to get you prepared for when somebody pulls a gun on you and says, give it up, smoke. Hey, real quick, uh, hey, hey, DJ, hey, hey and, right. and uh, Matt, before I ask, I'm going to ask one more question and I, just because I want to get mine all, all over the way. Hey, we got Adrian watching the show tonight. Miss Matt, hey. Adrian, hey what's going my, on? Hey, my boo, what's up, hey, Adrian? Hey, Matt is in the building. 
Yes, sir. Hey, so, welcome. Let, since I'm already on the screen, I'm going to ask you one more real quick, and then uh, you know, obviously, I'll I'll defer to to the teammates. But I I, I do want to get my last two out before you go. But okay. question is this: If you could go back and tell your 18 year old, tell youngs, young grimy Scott Blake at 18 years old, if you can give yourself one piece of advice. What would that one piece of advice be? And Ty shaking his head, he might have had the same question. I don't know. But if you can give your Ty now or Scott now, go back and talk to to, to young young uh, young Blake at eighteen. What's the piece of advice you give yourself? The piece of advice that I would give myself, knowing now what I didn't know then, is real talk. Fuck what people say about you. That doesn't matter. And until I understood that, that you can always uh, expire to make people happy by how you move, right? But you will never be happy until you're happy with the way that you move. So until you're able to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I'm okay with how I'm moving because I know I'm moving in a route that is, is, is the best way for me to move versus how everybody else wants you to move, then you're going to be okay. So I would just say, F what everybody says about you. Do what you know is right. All right, fuck them haters. I got it. So I'll let somebody else go. I, I got two more, but I'm going to let I'm gonna let uh, Matt I'll, do his thing. I'll create his own damn top 10. He ready. Al is <laughs> ready with a top 10, right? He's ready to go. But see, you get to do this to people every every time. So I just, before we get into the question, how's it feel to be on the other side? Because you're good at putting people in the seat. It doesn't feel good. <laughs> I'll sweat it, man. I mean, hey, look, Josh it. Hammond said he would tell his younger self to buy $500 of Bitcoin. Ah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. All right, man. So, look. So, I feel like you're a well-rounded person when it comes to all kinds of stuff. I've heard you talk basketball. I've heard you talk football. Yeah. Um, you talk music. You talk everything. But in the world of music, right? Yes, sir. I would like to know... Um. From again, top fives, right? What would be the top five country music singers of all time for you? Damn, you said country music. Okay. Uh, all right. <clears throat> so, world, don't hate me for this because I'm not very diverse in country music. But I will say one of the most, uh, one of the most influential country music songs that i will all that i will always have and never forget is kenny rogers the gambler because that song if you put that into your aspects of your life it helps you move along so you got to know when to roll them now you got to know when to hold them know when to fold them know when to walk away know when to run you never count your money while you're sitting at the table there'll be time enough to count it when the counting's done you can put that in too many aspects. So that's my favorite country song of all time. Gotcha. After that, Kenny Rogers. We got four Kenny more. Kenny Rogers' run. <laughs> Bubba Wesley is coming right after that because I've been listening to that a lot. There you go. Um, since I've been since since I had an opportunity to meet that kind spirit. Fa- favorite favorite Bubba Wesley song. Favorite Bubba Wesley song is "I Can't Get You Off My Mind While You're Sitting on My Face." Is my favorite song by Bubba Wesley. My nice. wife likes it. We listen to that. Okay. Um. Let's see. Country Western. I, if you tell me, if you tell me to, to sing songs from it, I probably couldn't do it. Uh. 
I'm super. I'm super shocked with right now. You don't have yeah. five bands you could name. Yeah, I do. But but okay. So let, let's go to. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. There's a lot of groups I named. I don't know their songs, but I could tell you who they are. A, yeah, yeah. Um. Jeez. Um. Country. I, I listen to country songs, but I don't necessarily know the the artist of them. All right, good. Go ahead and sing it, and then we'll tell you who that is, and we can name them on your top five. Um, let me see. I'm trying to think of one of them. <laughs> Bro, y'all, yeah, you got me sweating right now. <laughs> shit. Damn, the country songs. And I miss, uh, let me, can I come back to that one? Yeah, you can come All back. Right, you, want come back. A, hey, you want a lifeline? I got a lifeline. Give me a lifeline. Give me a lifeline. Give me a lifeline. Hey, George Brooks. I got, I got friends. I got friends. George Brooks. Okay, Garth. You I also, I mean, you, you live in Texas, bro. The king, George Strait. Okay. Have a real low by morning. Come on, bro. There you go. I'll take George Strait and give me one, one, one more. Dolly Parton. She was in the Super Bowl. Just, I mean, Dolly, come on. <laughs> yeah, Dolly Parton. Just because she got, of the big, hey, she got some, she old as hell, but she got some big ass. Hey, Look at that. Our hero bailing you out. Hey, that's my but, hey Dolly Parton is the nine to five working nine to five. Yep. There you go. See, <laughs> hey, so I got, I got one. Oh, go ahead. I'm go over ahead, here doing the fucking typewriter in the background. He's like, oh, nine to five. Hey, I you appreciate you. Coffee Thanks for getting that for me. Hey, look, Willis, Willis brought out Charlie Pride. That dude's uh, drinking a lot today. Hey, he's, he's hey, Johnny he's Cash, Garth Brooks, yeah. Charlie Johnny Cash, look at you. Look at Charlie you. Pride saying, "Kiss the Angel, Good Morning." David Willis, there you go. But look, nice. Uh, even Adrian was like the Applebee's song. She knows. Hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Chris Stapleton's pretty good. Josh I'm Hammond, you got a good one there. Chris Stapleton's good. I'm stepping on tight. I got a good question for him. I'm ready. Well, you're gonna close it out. You got. Two. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Say you it again, man. Ty, you're up. Ty, you're up. And then All it'll right. be uh, Al with the last two. Okay, cool. All right. I got two questions here, but I think I'm just going to ask one more. Okay. Uh, now I'm going to ask two. This will be an easy. What is your What is your guilty pleasure music genre to listen to? My guilty pleasure? Yeah, like music. something that you're probably not going to tell most people. <laughs> like on a like on a podcast followed by thousands of people. <laughs> Justin Bieber, he's he's going to say Justin. Yeah, exactly. No, like for instance, no, I listen to uh, I listen to show tunes and stuff because I like yeah. the emotion it elicits. So, like, yeah. what what kind of stuff you listen to? Yacht rock is probably going to yacht rock and yacht rock and light rock, like Tears for Fears, man, is probably one of my favorite. Duran Duran, Tears for Fears. Stuff like that that I know that people that people might not think that I know, but that that's one of my that's one of my top. And I I, I am also a huge Phil Collins fan. Oh, Phil Collins, Phil Collins all day. Somebody I forget who it was. Oh, one of my buddies from Jacksonville, Florida. Shout out Nana for Duval. Yeah, uh, David Santos was talking about like the king of pop in the eighties and nineties was yeah. you know Michael Jackson, of course, it all the time. But Phil Collins played. And one of every like five songs that was played on these radio stations, mm -hmm. it was either Genesis, Phil Collins, his old stuff, but a mm -hmm. Phil Collins song was on the radio every 15 minutes in the okay. 80s and 90s. Now so, tell me this. Is this Starship? Anyway. Is this Starship that sings Sarah Sarah? 
Sarah, 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 I don't know. Lennox Star, maybe? No, I don't know. Are good in your eyes. I don't know. That's my favorite, one of my favorite songs yeah. of all time. We'll have, to, we'll have to figure that out. That's one of those uh, hair band type things. Yeah, so that's that's my thing. That light. Uh, I have to bring rock. you over here. We'll have to jam sometime. It is, yeah. our, it is Starship. You was spot on, bro. All right. Shout out. Yeah. Shout, yeah. yeah, there you go. Uh, all right. Here, here's the one I was going to ask you. What is your strongest emotion like for instance my strongest emotion that overpowers all the other emotions is probably like anger so what is your strongest emotion (laughs) my my strongest emotion Mm. my strongest emotion that overrides every other emotion is what is my strongest emotion happiness happiness is my strongest emotion i have no doubt like i i literally uh you talk about the thing we were talking about with nipsey hustle earlier uh if you if i were to surround myself with people that were not good for me yeah i will end up exacerbating you know that group of people i whatever it is the energy they're putting out i'll probably end up exacerbating that in a bad way so being around you guys is literally it's like it's it's something i look forward to it's a cornerstone of my week month you know i I look forward to the events we have together so how do we lose the thing oh my bad so i I just look forward to it and and i enjoy putting you on the hot seat this time so we'll (laughs) we'll let uh let al hero get onto it now all right so I got, I got a good one for you, right? So you're obviously uh, a very beautiful melon-infused black male, right? You're educated, <laughs> successful. You, you, you know, and you go back. You came from, you know, you came from like the the, the stereotypical urban background, right? You came, yeah. you know, you grew up in the hood. You you you, you know you you was right. So yeah. as as a strong, powerful black male, in your opinion, right? Who was more influential to the to the the, the racial movement in, in this country, um, in your opinion, right? And why? I want you to back up. Why do you think that? Was it was it Dr. King? Because we're, we're we're coming up on on uh, Dr. Dr. Martin Luther King Day, right? Which yeah. which is yeah, which is uh, right big, right big for this country. Did a lot mm-hmm. for not only just for the black community, but to uh, in, you know kind of kind of bridge that divide and, and and bring everybody together, right? So, in your opinion, who was more influential? Um, into that movement, was it Dr. King or was it uh, Malcolm X? If I had to choose between the two, as far as more influential, the influence I think was higher on Martin Luther King's side because I feel like his his method of what he had to endure to try to bring people together had the highest impact. However, I will say that I agreed in some point, in a lot of points with Malcolm X is that, you know, Martin Luther King's thing was, you know, if somebody slaps you, you turn the other cheek. And Malcolm X thing was if somebody slapped you hell with that shit, we, we fighting back. Um, so I took a little bit of both. Uh, crazy thing was, as a kid, I used to, in Colorado, we used to march from City Park to the Capitol building. 
on Martin Luther King's birthday. So I, I've done that. And I believe it was in 1982, if I'm correct, when we marched from downtown, from the statue of Martin Luther King that was at City Park to downtown. And when we got there, the Ku Klux Klan was at the Capitol building and it got crazy. The throwball, it started with snowballs and, and stuff. And then it, it escalated and it came to a big thing. And I remember at that point, it's like, you want to be mad at white people for at, at, a, at a point, but there were white people who were marching with us in efforts to, you know, ex exploit the, the whole movement. And I remember seeing a person of color who punched a lady who was marching with us that had nothing to do with anything only because she was white. And at the time when that happened, and I remember the feeling so terrible about that happening because she wasn't against us. She was for us, but because of the anger from what we saw, it just caused people to see nothing but color. And it, it, and it had anything to do about the person. So when you think about the, the, the impact, I say that Martin Luther King had the biggest impact the anger that you feel from going through things like that make you have a more of a Malcolm X standpoint on how you saw things at the time. But to answer that question, honestly, I think Martin Luther King, rest his soul, had the biggest impact as far as this whole racial turnaround. No, I'm good. I'm glad you bring it up because this ain't this ain't this, my last my last question is, is a fun question for you. But to add to that given today what's going on today and going on in, in society right now right given the, the state of the world right right everybody don't act like us veterans and don't don't treat everybody like we treat each other right but mm -hmm. whose message you think needs to be shouted from the mountaintops today to fix what's going on in the world everybody's okay cool <laughs> i i i know you're gonna like, say this i feel like it's everybody's i think i think you look at it like this imagine the world imagine the world with just one race no, no, I mean, out of those two. Out of those two people. Yeah, out of those two people, whose message you think would be more prevalent in helping fix the racial divide that, that the media and everybody's kind of pushed today? Yeah, I would say Martin Luther King. Okay. And then my last question for you. It's a good one. I know you over there sweating. Matt had you sweating in the fire. Your whole family's dead. You're about to be divorced. You want to borrow my boots? I got you. Um, but uh, if Scott Blake could have one superpower, one superpower and you can't have you can't be one of them you already use one of them you can't have a lasso and the bracelets but if you had one superpower what would that superpower be and why if and i have one don't don't you can't be dave Chappelle. it can't be he rapes but he saves you got to be uh, what's, what's, what's your superpower <laughs> if i had one superpower i would fly around the world and make women that have never experienced a real orgasm just have it on site and just be able to fly by and say boom here you go thank you without having to do anything you, you, without having hey, to talk. you already had that no i'm just saying but this would this would be just be they look out the window and they're like hey it's blake and i'm like hey this like, oh my gosh and just be able to fly away i didn't have to go home and explain anything to my wife or anything i didn't touch anybody i just gave you the most explosive best one that you ever had and that was it if i had a superpower if i was a superhero would that would be me I would be what, would your super, what would the name be would, would you be captain long dong captain 
Captain Strong Dick. Well, what would you, what would you, what would the name be? Clint, Clint Eastwood, <laughs> Long Dong Silver. I don't know what would you, what uh, would be what would be the name. Mm-hmm. Captain Longstroke, <laughs> Captain Strong no, in the pants. I don't even have to do anything. It would just be, it would just be like, and then you go, you have it. So look at, right. look at hey, you, Al. Al, you're going all like, hey, would it be Long Dong? Right, right, he right, just yeah. you ain't gonna touch no, nobody. I, 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 I use what his name would be was Supergasm. Yeah. That's it. Supergasm. Captain Satisfaction. Yeah, I'll be Captain Satisfaction. You wouldn't be, yeah. you'd be, you'd be, you'd be uh, Mr. Satisfaction. Be, uh, yeah, Mr. Satisfaction. Up, up, See. and away. I use those names, Matt, because those are those are my. If I ever was a porn star, which I'm not, I'm not Scott, I'm not, I'm not built like Scott Blake. But if I was, I was going to be Clint Eastwood or Long Dong Silver. But that that dream didn't come to fruition. Nobody wants to see a 43 year old dad bod motherfucker with a Santa Claus beard and a you know. Hey, look, his, nobody's his, gonna pay for that. His catch line is going to be "Ready, Set, Go." I got, I got, I had one follower on my OnlyFans. And it was uh, it was oh, an accident. Goodness. They unfollow me like the next oh, day, so I'm man. done with that shit. Hey, David said orgasmo. <laughs> hey, that's actually so, a movie. So, so how'd it feel, Scott, to be on a hot seat, bro? Oh, be your, be some of your own medicine, bro. It's deep because you. The thing about it is, you have to. You really have to think about it because it's like the world is watching, and you have to really think about it. So you have to dig inside to to to, to really know. So when people I was I was hurt by you though when you when when I gave you the female artist and you didn't say my girl Mary J and you didn't say damn Lauren Hill thing, Lauren Hill this, this is the thing let me let me let me explain something to you when when it comes to that <laughs> Mary J is a very very good studio artist right live, I went to a Mary J concert and I saw her sing live and I, she said she had a cold but I always think when somebody's in the concert and they're and they're and they're prepped to sing live and they say oh i'm feeling a little bit of a cold today to me that sounds like i really don't do this really good live because if I'm you're just, really sick, I, you I, just don't I, even I, show up there i, I respect you because you didn't say beyonce because i think she wasn't even the best singer in destiny's child i don't yeah. respect beyonce's singing ability the thing so over there is man this we've had this conversation before you think kelly rowland was better oh I, absolutely but, but think about this man if you was hear, a better vocalist if you hear whitney Houston <laughs> can sing a song before even any music comes on, like, like on that body, on that on that body. Oh, bro! Nobody can do that. No, nobody can. And, even and when, she national national anthem, when she bro, said the national anthem, when she said that is still the, to me the greatest national anthem oh, ever yeah. performed. And uh, I'll tell you what, Whitney. When you said no, she was, she's got to be everybody's number one. Like there's, there's never gonna be another. Like her, the, the voice, she, man. You can't. Bobby Brown, if you're watching this, you can lick my asshole because you a damn dickhead. <laughs> you, but you know what? Of all time. You if you watch, but this is the thing, man. If you watch, if you watch that Whitney Houston thing, it wasn't Bobby Brown that destroyed her. Oh, I know. But she had things going on nah, before. Bobby she was, she was like that before him. It, it's what it is. Ooh, Adrian, man. Adrian coming through in the clutch for you, Scott. What's she say? Ooh, many. Mm. Mariah. The um, see what she say, Mariah Carey, Minnie Ripperton. Mm. Anyway, yeah, that's that's tight too. But this is the thing with Mariah, what Mariah Carey for me, I get it. But that whole screaming at that high octave, that does that, that does anything for me. You know that 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 when she does that little scream, that high note is like that's the that's you a, hit it though. I bet, you hit it, though. I, bet, I bet if she came over right now, you hit it. Who? 
Mariah. Nah, Mariah Carey doesn't do it. For Mariah Carey's crazy. No, no, no. Hey, I like crazy, bro. Hey, whoo. Yeah. Chris Stapleton national anthem was elite. Yeah. I agree. Bro. I agree. But Whitney, you can't. He 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 is impressive, but he's no Whitney, bro. But Adrian, I I I I see where you went with that because I I do think that Mariah Carey is super talented, and that Emancipation of Mimi uh, album is probably one of my favorites of her. And she has that too. But there's certain people, man, like it's just, I, I think about it of the voice, man. It's like certain people's voice that you hear yeah. that it's just, it just does something to you. Like Pamela, man, I know, I know when I say Pamela, man, you guys, have you guys ever seen, um, I can't think of his name, the, the guy who's in the Tyler Perry shows that wears all the, the crazy suits, right? Um, the bald head guy with the goatee and he wears all the loud clothes, um, I, I know you're talking about. Guy. Yeah, I know you. Yeah. I know. I know you're talking about. It's his yeah. wife, the light skinned lady, kind of heavy set lady. That's his wife, but she she got some horns on her. Oh man. yeah, for yeah. sure. But you know, Whitney's Whitney's one of those artists. I don't give a fuck, who, <laughs> bro. I, Carl I Lewis. Robert hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rocha, the host <laughs> of the So Smoking Gooder show. Hey, you yeah. can see that on uh, Wednesdays hey, at eight hey, p.m. Hey, yeah, that was a, that show. was an epic, phenomenal hey, national anthem. Now, flavor, flavor, baby. Hey, I'm gonna. I will say this though. Whitney Houston is the only. Got to be the only female singer that when she comes. If you're in, a, I don't care how hard your ass is and the baddest mother, bro. If Whitney Houston comes on in the car, your ass is turning up and you are yeah. singing at the top of your lungs. Oh, oh my god! Please, you, bro. I, no I, doubt. I, if Whitney comes on. All the hardest motherfuckers in Compton singing Whitney, bro. Damn, what? Yeah. Me and my sister had an argument about that. We were shooting pool, and she kind of she was trying to tell me. I I, I don't remember if she, who she said it was that sing better than Whitney Houston. So I had to stop everything, and I had to go to Spotify and pull up Whitney Houston songs and hers. And I like listen to these, and you tell me that you still feel the same. And we went down the we went down the road, and she was like, "Okay, you're right, bro. I'm sorry. I had to fuck. I like you. Don't do that." So I like doing that kind of stuff, though. Yeah. I like that, and I'm gonna do that I mean, with who, my Jackson friend that can sing close to Whitney, like just you know off, off the top. Who's I, close I, to Whitney? I would say it's gonna sound crazy, but I, I guess I just love her her ability to sing and her like the soul in her voice. Is Kelly Clarkson is pretty fucking good, man. Yeah, Kelly Clarkson one. is fucking good, bro. And and Pink, I like some Pink too. Mm. I think Adele's got a beautiful voice. Adele, Adele has a very, very powerful voice. All her shit's not the same to me, though. All her shit sounds, I mean, she can sing, but all her shit sounds If it all sounds the same and it's good, that's a good thing. No. Hey, Scott, who's a better, <laughs> hey, who who was better, uh, your boy from uh, Queen or, or Michael Jackson? Freddie Mercury what? or Michael Jackson? They say Freddie Mercury was the greatest. I mean, they still classify him as the hey, greatest. Look, why are you still continuing the hot seat? Oh, like no, vocalist? Yeah, male vocalist. Yeah, vocalist. Going in no, on. no, no. I don't think Michael Jackson was maybe. Hey, I think but he's I'll, definitely up there. You got a lot of PTSD <laughs> from your hot seat right now. Boy, you like hit Scott like left and right. Boom. I'm really boom, sad that, that we couldn't, that we that that Scott's ass is so smart. He was he 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 got them street smarts. He thought ahead. Me and Ty, no bullshit. Yesterday, I was like, hey, bro. Oh, oh yeah. Tina Turner. Tina oh, Turner for show. Sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tina Turner's another yeah. one. Tina Turner. We were, yeah. we, we were planning this, Scott. We were me and Ty were already brainstorming. Really? I was gonna get somebody with my fucking joke about ugly babies and be like, go ask your parents. And I was yeah. I was hoping it was Matt. 
And then, <laughs> you know, the one then, that I thought you guys were going to ask me was the loyalty and respect one. I thought that you guys were going to no, do. that would have been too you, easy for yeah, you. Yeah, because you've already said it. You've already, man, when you put me in the hot seat, we kind of yeah. debated, and I sound like a fucking bubbling idiot. Like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, you, you scared me. You know what I'm saying? You scare white folks, bro. You can't be coming in with your deep voice <laughs> and all aggressive on white folks. You scare white folks, bro. You can't do that. So, yeah, so I wasn't going to ask you that shit. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so what do we have coming up? What's coming up next? I know that we were. Yeah, gonna I was going to go through the got. events real quick. Uh, there was, this is uh, another thing I think is probably going to spur some of those topics. I thought we were going to talk about when we thought Matt and Al were going to be here for a minute. So uh, pardon me if I go astray a little bit. Uh, Project Zero, they released their 2024 outdoor schedule. You want to wax poetic about that, Matt? Yeah, I mean, uh, Project Zero is one of our friends. They do a lot for veterans. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, you don't just have to live in Texas to go on one of their trips. You just need to be a veteran or first responder. So if any of these events are close to you or you want to make it out to one of those events, all you got to do is go to their website, contact them, let them know that you'd like to be a part of it. And then they'll reach out to you and let you know, uh, what you can do to be there. But yeah. Oh yeah. So this is, this is how I was going to lead into those conversations. It all, it's all coming back to me. I put the show together in my brain about 30 minutes before, and then Scott and I were talking about it and <laughs> yeah. then y'all showed up. So I totally forgot oh. what I was going to do. So I was going to bring this up and talk about, I was texting back and forth with Berto, but again, with, with your personal well-being, try to always unlock, uh, you know, hack some of those brain chemicals to get, get your brain going, just get out there and do some stuff. So complete a task that'll give you some dopamine, you know, playing with the dog, holding hands, hugging a family member, giving a compliments. I mean, that's, that's the biggest reason I always tell people I help people and, and talk to people because selfishly it makes me feel better because all these chemicals are getting released in my brain. And that is literally your easiest path to getting better. Just get out there, do some stuff, feel better about yourself, get out of that funk. Uh, let's uh, this, the whole 22 down to 21 talk we were talking about them. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then this was uh, this is a new book I put on the reading list, atomic habits. So, a lot of the things that we do every day is, is going to be the things that is going to make us, you know, uh, act how we act. So all too often, the advice given to people is is the order to a depressed person is just cheer up or perhaps uh, to a person trying to lose weight, eat less and move more. Well, ultimately correct. It has no real benefit to the person hearing or reading the <clears throat> advice. Atomic habits is exactly the opposite. It provides many different ways to create those habits within you. So it's, it's a good read. I've started reading it. I'm not all the way through yet. Um, shout out to uh, Big Al. He lost one of his buddies. So shout out to you, buddy. We're thinking about you tonight. He lost one of his military buddies. I saw it on his social media. So uh, yes, our thoughts and prayers are with a uh, friend of the show, Big Al. We would you, Al. And then, yep. Shout out to Eric for uh, doing our signs for us. We did the hot seat. Ooh. And it's time for sports. Hey, Ty, so, that, book, that book you posted, bro, I yeah. – Believe it or not, contrary to popular belief, I, I can read some. I actually read that when I was in um, station in North Carolina. It was on our, our Master Chiefs reading list. So we would read it as uh, like, you know, every, the Chiefs mess would read it and then discuss it. It is an absolute phenomenal, phenomenal read. <laughs> Hey, yeah. Is it phenomenal because you got to read it with other people and they got to read some pages? No, it's, it it's phenomenal because, yeah, yeah, it's phenomenal because I could read a little <laughs> bit. Like, and I came in late, so these motherfuckers like, you got to catch up. So, like, I, I read the fuck out of it, but it was awesome because I could, like, just kind of bullshit a little bit and let other motherfuckers talk and be like, yeah, bro, I, I agree with your point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I, I'll tell you, I mean, it. with this book specifically, uh, Atomic Habits, I was looking for the cover today so I could steal this picture, and I read some of the reviews. Some of the reviews given on this book are good enough to help you in your day-to-day. -day. Like, mm. literally, it goes through the steps that this book teaches you. It gives a whole synopsis. So go read some of the reviews for this book on Amazon, and uh, it'll it'll get you, you know, 5%, 10% of the way there to see if you want to get this book, so... Yeah. Yes. Dang, Al, you spelled Kevin's name wrong. I, I did it. I did it on purpose. I don't put no respect on that bitch's name. I don't, he gets no respect. I can't help your mama couldn't spell, and she was like, "Kevin, let's sign it out." K E V Y N sounds good to me. So fuck you, bro. You, she couldn't even spell your last name right. Cash with a K. Fuck out of here with that. Hey, a good, a good. If you're feeling depressed or stressed out, a good song to listen to is Bob Marley. Everything's gonna be all right. I would try it. Or fuck the just give it a that try. Really, that really mm -hmm. makes me feel good. No, I'm just trying to tell you. If you just listen to the words, don't don't listen to the song because you just hear the song and you kind of know the beat. If you listen to the words, listen to the words, and yep. if you say them out loud to yourself. Woke up this morning. Yeah. Oh, it's a great. Wake to the, the rising sun. There you go. Three little birds. Three little birds. Inside <laughs> my, my window. window. Yeah. Hey, Berto loves. I think Berto was the one that turned me on to uh, the full catalog of Bob Marley back in the there, day. There is a uh, there's a post of little kids singing that song. He has a oh yeah, bro. You, you, when you hear it, you just smile. And you just and smile, FYI, man. You just understand. FYI, I just want to say Kevin Cash is still running his mouth. His at least his mom loved him. Loved him. Yeah, and your mom loved a lot of men too, including me, bro. So let's just stop, okay? While you're ahead. Your mom <laughs> loved a lot of dudes. Hey, let's let's get to, to, to real business. Oh, oh, oh Matt finally wins. Damn right I did. Look, I win when it counts, okay? When it's playoff time, when it's time to Dang. win championships, that's when I get shit right. Guess what? No, neither one of those teams would have beat Georgia Bryant. Look at that dude. Matt, Matt Matt was one and oh last week. Woulda. Good job, Matt. Damn right. Congratulations to the uh, Michigan Wolverines, though. It's a good story. Yeah, Fuck yeah. Michigan and your ugly-ass coach. Somebody got Ooh. mad, bro. No bullshit. I've said Atkins posted a post on Facebook, and I was joking, and I was like, oh, your coach looks like he touches little kids and your quarterback's a goofy hippie fuck. And somebody got really mad, was like, how about you do us all a favor and shut the fuck up? But I don't, I, I don't play <laughs> social media gangster. But if that dude is watching this show, I will send you my – message me personally. I'll give you my address, bro. And if you ever down in the Pensacola area and you really feel a certain way, we can get outside and see who fucking more man, me or you, bro. Don't matter to me, but I love you. I love oh you. Don't get mad. You dude. didn't you didn't play for the team. You probably got a GD didn't even go to Michigan. But when you all getting mad about it, shut your fuck, like don't get don't get crazy, bro. Because I'll come to your house and fuck you up, your kids you up. You know, you know what, you know what's so funny? You know what's so funny is like I have a cousin. <laughs> I have a cousin named Jimmy Kirby lives up in Michigan. Uh, used to, he's from Milford. I think they moved yeah. to the other side of the state near Kalamazoo. He and I would have conversations like this, literally like he would say something against a group I was listening to, or I wouldn't like Metallica, or you know, he he introduced me to Easy E, or you know, I didn't like this or whatever. So we would fight like brothers, and we would talk like that to each other. I'm gonna yeah, whoop your ass. This dude was, mad. I mean, he was big mad. And I was like, damn, bro, I'm, I was, I, it wasn't even his post. Like it was, some, he just chimed in. I'm trap. like. And I'm just but then like, you hey, love everybody five minutes later, though. Yeah, bro. I'm yeah, like, hey, bro, for one, I, I, I'm not what I used to be, but I promise you, I got one left in me, and you sure as fuck don't want these problems. Like, damn, bro. <laughs> hey, you probably not even that long. Because, hey. look, hey, the FSU is about mm -hmm. to get hit with a big NIL issue. 
Michigan's going to get hit next year. It yeah, might listen, be next now year. Now that it's NIL and everybody gets paid, nobody cares about that no more. Transfer portal, all that stuff. We're no, not FSU's going to gonna get in trouble. Yeah, but we're not getting in trouble taking tomorrow. Heisman's and things, bro. That shit ain't gonna happen. Mm. They would, they would do that to Michigan because they they made them roll up their banner with the Fab Five. And I'm not even a Michigan fan, but that shit was an atrocity to college oh, basketball. For sure, they made them roll up that banner that the Fab Five got yep. went for you know whatever yeah. allegations yeah. and things. Yeah, that, that's BS. Yeah. Oh, I wish Jalen Rose would come on the program. Come on the program, Jalen Rose. Let's talk about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know, I know who that is. I don't watch basketball, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, All right, so sorry. Look, we're picking, we're picking NFL games this week, right? Who's yeah, so day? yeah, I threw this one on you real quick. So I'm gonna Here win this go. one, man. The college oh, team, these college, this college stuff just goes. Eight. I don't understand how you be great and then not great and then die. I, that's too much. Let's let's go real. Let's go real football. Well, no, I can't say let's go real football. College is real football. Wait, hold hard. on. Unless, unless you, unless you, I, 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 to be honest, man, this is the first year that I really like follow college <laughs> every week. And I was just, it, it just made me not want to do it because it's too confusing, man. Like how it is that Washington can play so great and then not play so, and not play great. Because they didn't play nobody all year. Oh my gosh. But they they were 15 and 0, bro. So what? I think Al's uh, right. Georgia would have beat 14 yeah. Washington. They're fourteen yeah. and one. That's correct, but and, I don't know. To be honest, beat Michigan. I think Florida. I think Florida. I, I, State, I think Florida State would have been a better game than that. Yeah, Florida, you know what? No, that's my no. problem with Washington. Your star running back goes out, and your whole offense is over. The, the reason I and I'm a, I'm a Georgia homer, but I will say this. Here's the truth: Georgia's got a stable of running backs. One, they they've built a the SEC football is just different. And I'm I'm not people gonna be like oh SEC bro <laughs> SEC it is what it is motherfucker don't hate move jump on the bandwagon move your ass down here. But the well fact they're all matter, trying to. We've only got bro, so much hey, room in the conference. The fact dude. of the matter is Georgia is so their defense. Michigan ain't chunking off sixty and seventy yard <laughs> runs against Georgia. It just fucking ain't happening. I don't know, but listen, you say that. But South Carolina did it in the first half in the game they played them. Bro. There's a lot of teams that ran on Georgia in the first half. But here's yeah, but the Michigan thing. was – I mean, Michigan – running is one thing. The Washington running, coach? Like the way they did it, bro, not happening. Yeah, but Washington, the coach, put them in a bad position because he was really going to try to highlight Michael Penix in that game. And Michigan was like, okay, you can highlight him. And they – bro, they knocked the dog mess out of that bro, I, I I firmly believe that if Alabama had a, a second time to play Michigan – they fucking crush them. I think Missouri would have put up a good fight against Michigan or beat Michigan. Had a good shot. LSU. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, damn, bro. <laughs> You'd be fourteen, you know, if you fought middle schoolers. Yeah, John. I, I see. You. You're right. You're right. <laughs> All right. So hey, let's get to let's get to these NFL picks. All right, let's let's go. go. I'm already. All right. Excited, so who boy. who uh, you you want to go first? Pal? Man, you damn right. I right, I'm going right, with go my ahead. Browns. My left Browns. side. Cleveland all day long, baby. Cleveland uh, Browns. all day long. I'm taking gotcha. Browns. I, I like Miami, but I'm I, I just they they haven't been impressed. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going Miami. I'm going Buffalo. I'm going. Fuck. I, I hate. Uh, fuck, bro. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going Dallas. Okay. I'm going Detroit, Bo. Let's go. Hey, Detroit. Eight mile, nine mile, twelve mile, whatever the fuck they got over there. <laughs> all, the, all, the, all the miles, bro. Detroit, and I'm going. I think Tampa they're in Pontiac. 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 
All yeah, day. they are I'm in going, Pontiac. I'm going Tampa Bay. They're not in Detroit. Hey, and I'm only going Tampa Bay because I know Adrian's <laughs> on here, and I refuse to pull for the Philadelphia Eagles because their fan base are mean. You're mean to other people's <laughs> fan bases, and it's not nice. Just like Al is to everybody that don't like the right, SEC. Right, Just right, for right. sure. For sure. But there. I'm going, I mean, hey, Baker Mayfield, bro. Come so on, man. He's Tampa Bay? Yeah, yeah, he's going Tampa, Tampa Okay. Let's go, Baker. Why? Okay. Justin, let's go Browns, baby. Who's up? Believe, Lynn. I'll go. Yeah, uh, I'll go. Okay, go okay, ahead, man. Ahead. No, go ahead. All right, I'll go. Uh, so, so I was going to choose Cleveland um, <laughs> because of, uh, you know, just the story and, and, and then I saw, <laughs> and then I saw CJ Stroud on, uh, on Pat McAfee this week. So he, he just, he seems like, it doesn't seem like he's a young quarterback anymore. Seems like he's made it to the point of the season where he's done matured way past his first year in the league or second year in the league or anything like that. I think he's operating as a veteran quarterback now. So because of the poise and because I think he's, he's able to run and, and he's going to be able to avoid the rush. I'm going to pick the Texans. And he is a generally a really good dude. He loves some Jesus. O-H-I-O. He is a good dude. Yeah. I mean, he, I, I and, like Stroud. And I'm I, a Jaguars fan, so it's hard for me to say that. I, but. I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I don't I'm go, I don't go Texas. against, I don't go against. My Shout team. out to Robert Rocha. He's a huge uh, Houston, all sports, Houston Astros, yeah, Texans, yeah. Rockets. So, <clears throat> all right. And, uh, and then this game in Kansas City is in, in the cold. Yep. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and say the Chiefs. Uh, just because they're they're going to be so acclimated or more acclimated to playing in that type thing than Miami is, I uh, got to pick Buffalo in the Buffalo game because I mean only the Bills are used to what seventeen mile an hour average winds and stuff. So I think Buffalo is going to take that. Uh, I got to pick the Cowboys because you know they're playing at the Cowboys. Uh, you pick the Cowboys, gonna, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna pick the Lions because uh, that's a great story, and and I like the team. I, I just don't like the Rams very much, and then I gotta go with the Eagles. Boo! Uh, hey, hey, I love Julie. Julie, if you ever get tired of David's ass and you want you want to upgrade, I don't know if it's upgrade, but a lateral conversion, a lateral move, I'm available. Man, you know what I'm saying? yeah, but you spend three grand on boots, bro. Yeah, David. But hey, if Julie was my he may be available sooner rather than later because of the But if Julie was my boo, I'd spend the three grand on Julie. You know what I'm saying? She, she you know, I'll probably get every time he gets off this thing and walks in the other room, dude. Yeah, I've been married. I've been married to my wife for 23 years, and we've been married twice. So she, nothing I say, even she don't give a. She's in her sleep right now. She don't give no fucks. Oh. That bitch, and, and that's why I could be like, that bitch ain't shit. That bitch ain't shit. She can't hear me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, Matt, you won the thing. So, I guess you get the last pick, right? I don't matter, man. I can go now or you can go. Go ahead. Go ask your so, wife for permission. To usually, pay. I don't do this, but I'm looking at it. You know how I do. And right side, baby. Now, right I'm side, baby. This, I'm looking at this. Uh, no, I can't go all the way left side because it's the thing. I believe that the Houston Texans are going to beat the Cleveland Browns. Oh, man. You I believe that the Miami Dolphins, even in the cold, are going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. I also believe, because I know Buffalo Bills to be who Buffalo Bills are, they're going to lose to Pittsburgh. Ooh. <laughs> this is the one that's going to make everybody shock. Don't do it. I Don't do it. Do green not. Bird. I don't care what it is. I don't care who you are, what you know. The Dallas Cowboys are the Dallas Cowboys. 
Yeah. Whoever yeah. made them America's team, we need a revote. We need a revote because it's That's been South, over South, 20 years. South America, South America's team. They ain't hey, our man, team. We need a we need a we need to do a poll again. They don't even have red, white. We need to, we need to make up another oh, America's no. team, but the, the the damn Dallas Cowboys ain't gonna do it. They're gonna choke, and the Green Bay Packers are gonna nah, win, nah. and then they're gonna lose the next week. Uh, after that, <clears throat> oh, the Rams and the Detroit Lions. That's the only one to me that's kind of giving me some some weird vibes. Um, because the Rams haven't been too efficient this year, I think Detroit's gonna sneak away with a win. Let's hope because so. they should have won yeah, that other game. But. I don't pick shit in, in the state of California. Yeah. I don't even like motherfuckers in my neighborhood with California tags. Take your asses back <laughs> to where you came from. We don't want you here. And Philadelphia uh, <clears throat> has fallen off the radar for a little bit. They've been getting their butt kicked, and I, I don't think they appreciate that. But the Philadelphia Eagles are the Philadelphia Eagles, and I think that they are going to come triumph over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I'm going Houston, Texas, Miami Dolphins, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Green Bay Packers, the Detroit Lions, and the Philadelphia Eagles is my is my quest. Gotcha. <clears throat> okay. David, I, I, heard, I, you. I know Keep I made Cali. somebody mad. David, you're right. Oh, Keep Cali and Cali, course. bro. And New Yorkers, you're the same way. We, we're full. We are full, bro. We don't got no more houses for rent. We ain't got no – don't bring your ass down here, bro. <laughs> We, we park right. our cars in Let's garages and carports. Hey, he lives in Florida. Cancel Florida, not Texas. Yeah. yeah. It's go. on you, big dog. Yep, yep. So I'm going to go um, – I'm going to go Cleveland. I think Cleveland's going to win just because right. uh, CJ playing good, man, but it's it's your first it's your first run, right? Mm. Uh, I think Kansas City's winning that game. Miami in the cold like that. I there's only so much Tyreek Hill can do to prepare them to go to that cold. You know what I mean? Miami he has played there. That's the only thing. That's for sure. Fast, That's the one man. thing I'll give you. For sure. I think uh man, this one's pretty difficult for me. Cause I know that uh TJ's not getting his respect, so he's pissed off as far as defensively in the NFL, and he's been wreaking havoc this year. But Josh Allen in the playoffs. There's just something about me that I think that uh, Kansas City and Buffalo are going to meet again for another epic game. So I'm going Buffalo. Um, I'm taking uh, I'm taking Green Bay. Dal- it's the playoffs. Until Dallas wins a playoff game, I don't believe them. Um, I'm going to take the Rams. I think the Rams are going to get there because they've got more of that experience. Detroit had a good run, but, mm. you know. And then I'm taking uh, Philly. I think Philly's going to win. I, I, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm you. None of us have the same. None of us have the same thing, right? Everybody's card yeah. is different. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's pretty different. There's gonna be some pretty weird. Yeah, it's gonna it's come off a little weird, but uh, yeah, I'm sticking with it. Yep. Adrian, nice. I knew Adrian. I knew you first. Fucking dudes, <laughs> I knew you first. <laughs> Fucking dudes, girl. You 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 got me to you got me a job. Fucking dudes. <laughs> you did my interview. Hey, and also Julie, you were always welcome <clears throat> in this state in the state of Florida. You come on down. But leave that, that crowd eating sack of shit home. He don't need to come down here and cause problems, catch all the fish, kill all the deer. So Rob, the the Texans, the Chiefs, the Cowboys, Beatles, Lions, the, Cowboys the Lions, and the Eagles. That's uh, you know, it was probably super hard for Robert Rocha to type Texans and Cowboys in the same in the line. Same line, bro. <laughs> he probably went outside and threw up and like hit himself, took a He's shot. Like, Hey, look, like, oh, somebody gotta... was in the room with him. He's like, "You're gonna have to type this for me. I can't do it." Yeah, yeah. Hey, you don't know how how right you guys are. 
<laughs> and, and if Rob was in, I don't know if he was in the army, but if he was, he damn sure couldn't spell most of those words. So somebody probably typed. <laughs> no, Rob is uh, Rob is the host of the uh, Social oh, Smoking Dinner yeah. Show on Wednesday. He's he's a big oh, he's a Texas pitmaster. I want to he's apologize. I want to apologize, Rob, because I'm still trying to figure out how to cook fucking brisket, and my shit's always fucking dry. And I've I've went on your podcast. I followed all this Texas shit. Wrap it in fucking aluminum, or do the, the Texas wrap. And do this, and my shit ain't, ain't never good. Now my ribs is on point, but I, I want to apologize for talking shit about you, uh, King Barbecue. <laughs> my my apologies right now. <laughs> I can't wait. So, to uh, on. This is so yeah, Aston Amuse has got a bunch of merchandise that drops. So she's got a coin that is a DD two fourteen. So I'm gonna make sure when the next batch rolls out, I'm gonna make sure to get us some of them because I mean, what trumps a DD two fourteen? So look forward to having her on next week. Hey, put it in the uh, box tie with my bottles of whiskey. I ain't never getting from these. You're going to get, man. I'm, here, the <laughs> hey, Al, listen. I'm here's the deal, bro. Listen. I'm not going to keep No, no, but here, I'm here's kidding. the here, here's I trust the deal. You, Scott. Ready? Check this out. You ready? <laughs> if your kids ask you for the same thing all the time, how long does it take for them to get it? If my daughter no asks me, she gets it immediately. My yeah, we know that. But the kids you the kids you really care about. You can be like, oh, you keep asking, oh my, I ain't giving you shit. My daughter gets it as soon as she asks my boys, fuck y'all, bro. Y'all better get a job, move the fuck up out of here. <laughs> know that. Oh, Julie put her picks in real quick. Browns, Chiefs, Bills, Packers, Lions, and Eagles. Woo. Yeah, she'll probably go five and oh or See, six and oh. If you if you go back to the podcast and you look at, look at Julie's picks, she pretty much is spot the fuck on on all yeah. her like, <laughs> Yeah, she made us go look back silly. and you look you, like hey, I, uh, Scott, you, you, see, you see who's in hey, here? Hey, Jamie, now? Jamie, can you look that up for us, please? Look that our, up for us, Jamie. Uh, our man, our man, Larry Booker's in the building. Hey, holy shit, Larry Booker, yeah, get him out of here. Hey, hook them horns. Look, I knew it was coming. Look, Grace State Tay. Hook them horns. Yeah, man. <laughs> Get them. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Book, man, I ain't seen Book in a while. Right? He's out there. He's out there hustling still, probably. Hey, he looks the same. I see him on, I follow him on Facebook. And, you yeah. know, the don't crack that motherfucker. Look the exact same. Him and Scott, him and Scott yeah. going to be 75 years old looking just like they do right now. And us, <laughs> like, us bright skinned fucking honkies and crackers are going to be looking our every bit of our age. Man, I'm, I'm gonna be looking fine as I do right now. Oh, you <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, Mr. Dan Levine coming on 25 January. Hey, uh, Ty, so, yes. real quick, did I send you the uh, the new info for, for our man Dan? He sent me some pretty good pictures. I sent him to you the other day. So, yeah, uh, I saw him in an email, but I only remembered it as you told me just now. <laughs> hey, he that's a smiling motherfucker, bro. In I, real I, time, I remember you sent me that email. He is a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a smile, he, he has a a smile that can light up a room. His motherfucker's hair gets wet when he smiles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's beyond here, man. We looking forward to Labor of Love. Looking forward to them. Yep. You say you're looking awesome. forehead to Labor of Love? All right. <laughs> looking for- hey, there you go. Hey. <laughs> hey, go back. Go back one. I saw something. Dang, that's some beautiful. Not that one. I've seen that head. I ain't seen that. All right, man. And you keep moving, oh, here? Out man. You so fast. What's no, up, go the other way. What the we must have lag. Oh, I'm on on labor of love now. Okay, there you go. That's what I was looking for. Okay, he got that. He got that 3G. <laughs> <laughs> it might be me. Okay, I just want. To thanks for uh, thanks for joining, Rob. We appreciate it. We will catch you on the So Smoking Gooder Show, my friend. Thank you for joining. Love you, brother. Appreciate you supporting us. Hey, White Mike, right. I need some pictures. Hey, in fact, 
he's with a bunch of dudes that probably got some fucking sketchy pictures. I don't, I need you guys, Kevin, Justin, everybody there. I need y'all to text me, bro, pictures of fucking white Mike. And I want the worst of the worst. Now that motherfucker already looks like he's 85 years old. Motherfucker smoked seven packs of cigarettes a day and drinks three <laughs> cases of beer. Like it is the same day. So send me some good pictures. So when Ty puts his white mic slide together, that's, there we go. 10, four. Hey, Kevin, I'm a, hey, I'm going to text you my, my phone I, number. I take back everything I said about the spelling of your name and how it goes. No, no, I don't, shit, I don't, I don't take shit back. Your mama's still retarded as fucking spelled your name, stupid, but I need you to hook me up. Okay. Jesus Christ. Hey, I, no bullshit, man. I watched this dude. Uh, let me tell you a, little, a real quick story before Ty does his like, thing. He's out of control, man. No, hold on. Yeah, Kevin dude, Cash. Look. Kevin we, Cash. We wound up. Down. We wound it hey, up. No, 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 hold on. Kevin it's Cash like going wild, dude. So Mike Hero comes and visits me in Ohio. So I uh-huh. live in Ohio. I live in, and, and I live in a neighborhood that I'm, it's well above my fucking pay grade. I'm doing government lease housing. So I'm in a house owned by a doctor. Like I live in a neighborhood that is like, it is like the B, like it's like Scott's neighborhood. Like, like he, like where Scott lives, like in the mansions, that's kind of what I was in. So Mike comes and he visits us, which is already bad enough. Like white Mike's in the neighborhood. We drinking, we getting fucking stupid huh. as fuck. It's bad. Yeah. yeah. Like that. It's bad. Um, so Kevin comes down from Chicago, brings some, thank you for the dish, brings some good pizza down and we're getting drinking and we're in the front fucking yard. And this motherfucker decides it's a good, in front of my whole family, my wife, my kids, he he's like, I'll drink my own piss. I'm not kidding when I tell you this. Army, he's he's 100 army all day long. This motherfucker put, pisses in a Dixie cup and smashes it like it ain't shit. Like like it's normal for him. Drinks his urine and then proceeds to walk around my neighborhood acting like a fucking t- a velociraptor, like l- making loud noises. This is this is the dude that like Kevin. His name his name is spelled just like his mentality. Like it's not quite right. So just want to throw that out there. But I need those motherfucking pictures. This is too much. Too much for me, man. Oh, man. Well, you know what? It's been good. Just waxing poetic with the brothers and the people who have tuned in to us to watch us live. Always is a blast. But it is that time that we have to cut loose because we'll be up till two in the morning telling stories. And, you know, Al, once we get him crunked up, we can't uncrank him out. So <laughs> <laughs> I love my brother. That's my dog. But you know what? I did enjoy the interaction with my brothers today. Sometimes it's good for us to just get together, man, and just chop it up with each other's brothers, man, because this is our thing. You know what I mean? All four of us have put a lot of time and energy into trying to make this the best that we can and i am super happy with the result that we have had so far i am super happy to call each and every one of you my brother all of you guys who are watching i am super excited to have you guys and call you guys our family because you guys are part of the triple threat vet podcast family and we thank you whether you're watching on instagram whether you're watching on facebook whether you're watching on twitch whether you're watching on youtube However you're watching, however you're getting the message, we just hope that we are entertaining to you and that you will come back. Like I said earlier, if you guys want anything, any kind of merchandise, I would please, I would just tell you just to go through your phone and go to the website for my man, Matt Johnson, which is the, which one is it, Matt? I, same flag, same over.com. I was about to say, got your signal. I know I was going to mess it up. But same flag, same over.com. Look on the merch, get you some. 
You can't yeah, beat the price. Good. You can't beat the quality. And you know where it's coming from. And it's and free shipping. Free. Don't nobody give you free shit nowadays. That's true. That is right. So it's that time. You know what I'm saying? I just want to get my spill. Like I'm going to tell you every single time before I leave. Somebody out there is waiting for you to show up tomorrow. No matter how hard life is, no matter what you're going through, you just have to understand somebody's expecting you to be there tomorrow. Your only job is to get your ass up and be there. I'll be waiting for you. We all here at this podcast will be waiting for you. We made it through this holiday. We made it through a new year. And I'm glad that you're here. So come back. See us next week. See your message from DJ Royalty. I love you guys. We're going to bring the crew back out so they can see their last pieces. My man, Matt J. Check that. Julie. Check that comment out, Matt. What is it, yeah, Julie, just just uh just hang tight. I will connect with you and uh Willis and we'll get it sent out to you. Julie, yes, I just want some Mr. Phenomenal. I'm on some phenomenal I'm just phenomenal, but I can't even get that shit. So stand You by. never asked. Uh, hey, hey no, 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 that's that's in the pipe. I we, it's a, it's on the list. Hey, girl wanted to come in and say hi to y'all and, and you know she went to the dentist today, so she hasn't been feeling too well. But she got some big dog. <laughs> well, she just gave you side eye. Big dog side eye tournament coming up. She's like this, this some bitch told everybody my business. Hey, shout out to Brooke. <laughs> shout out to Brooklyn. What's up, Brooklyn girl? in the house? <laughs> nice. nice. But Matt, it's on you, big dog. What you got to say before Nothing, we can man. I don't have anything. Same flag, same oath.com. The merchandise is there. Podcast merchandise is coming soon. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. Miss Mac, it was good to see you out there. Absolutely. Uh, I'm glad you got to jump in and uh, and learn a little bit more about us. But don't hold us against us tomorrow, okay? <laughs> don't we, do that. We're all fired tomorrow. We all getting fired like a motherfucker tomorrow, man. <laughs> everybody all getting of us. It's okay. Uh, but I just wanted to say thank you to everybody that listens, everybody that's joined, everybody that supported us, and uh, we can't wait to keep doing it this year. So thank you, everybody. Yes, yes. To my man, our hero. He's late, but he was great, as always. Turn so, your filter on, but then hey, turn it back off no, and turn it back on. Hey, like always, I love you guys. I appreciate the support. Um, make sure you guys are reaching out to your buddies, man. Check on your people. Make sure everybody's doing okay. Um, it doesn't take much but a phone call. Or a text message to check on your, your, your on your on your battle buddy to make sure everybody's doing okay. We want to see everybody again tomorrow um, and, and days after that. And like I always say, don't ever sweat the petty stuff. Pet that sweaty stuff. Love you guys, my man. And you already know, my man that makes the things happen. Always working, always smiling, gives the best hugs in all of Houston. You know what? Your I'll son. I take that title. I take even, that title for real. You know what? It even rubbed up on your off your on your son, man. Because your son, man, he, he gave you. He came in for a big hug, didn't he? He came in for the big hug. Yeah, Tatum is my man. I love that dude. Shout out yeah. to my man Tatum. But what you yeah, got for, for me, sure. Ry? So, so this week, uh, uh, one of my brothers from the Combat Veterans Motorcycle Association, Ron Risden, his road name is Deadwood. He passed away, so we actually buried him today in the Houston National Cemetery. So uh, I say all that to say this. We're going to remember this man forever. He's going to, going to be in the Alpha Omega chapter of the CVMA. But as long as we speak our brothers' and sisters' names, they will never be forgotten. So I'm here for that. Ron Risden, Deadwood, love you, brother. Love the time we spent back in, I think it was 2018 when I met you. Uh, I'm sorry you're gone. Love your family, and we'll always remember you, brother. For sure. To all our guests new, this is your first time. It was good to see Adrian come on. Miss Mac is in the building. Julie is always great to see you. 
everybody who interacts with us, we love you guys. This has been another episode of the Triple Threat Vet Podcast. I am BJ Royalty. I'm always going to send love out to you because it's always going to be there. If there's anything I can ever do for you, if you guys are ever interested on being a part of our podcast, reach out and we'll make sure that we reach back. But make sure that you love somebody, but most of all, love yourself. And until we see you again, you will always be there. You will always be my friend. This is DJ Royalty. Shouts out and I'm out.